0: Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Hey, this is Gillian Seed, and you're listening to The RPG Show. Listen up. See you in Kobe.
0: Ah, greetings. Care for a story? One of heroes and villains? of swords and sorcery, of romance and treachery, we'll pull up a chair and have a listen.
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The RPG Show. Uh, I'm your host, Nick, and today I'm joined by Kevin and Travis. How are you guys doing?
0: What's uh, I'm great. Ready to finally knock this one out.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time coming, a couple months. Yeah. I think we've been done for like at least a month, each one of us. So. When did it come out in the of March?
0: It came out February 25th on my birthday, I remember. It, I remember. <laughs> Is that
1: when
2: it came out? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I took that week off, so... Well, the the, week, the following week, so... Oh, luckily, I
1: was on night, so I just didn't sleep and played it for a week.
0: Yeah, you went psycho on this thing. I don't think he slept for that week.
1: I Like, two hours a day, I think.
2: Jesus. Good enough. Fucked up, man. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. I'm kind of jealous. I wish I could do that, but... It's
1: not healthy, so probably not good, idea. Yeah.
2: I mean, shit, I'll, like, I'll lay down and sleep like eight, nine hours and wake up and be tired as fuck. So,
1: I mean, I'm tired if I get eight hours
2: or two hours, so I don't really care. Fair enough. All right, so uh, I know uh, Kevin and I just spoke, what, two days ago? Uh, so it's not like we, there's really much to catch up on, but what have you been up to since the uh, last time?
1: Um, Not much, just fucking working and waiting for the weather to warm up so I can go do shit outside. Fair enough. I ain't really been... I've just been playing... I was playing games, but I've just been really been playing shit well, like emulation for Super Famicom. Not all, my, all those I, games haven't, out. I haven't touched my Switch or my PS5 in like three weeks.
2: Uh, There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes uh, I, you
1: gotta go back to like the, the old school shit. My son's kinda took over my Switch there for a little bit, so... Oh shit. And then there's him and my daughter have been playing fucking Fortnite. That's disgusting. I mean, I'm, it's not that bad of a game, really. I mean, it's stupid that it's like it becomes such as this huge thing, but the game itself it really isn't. Like, I don't play a bunch of online shit, so I guess I'm going like, to compare it to, but I mean, it's not that bad. It's kind of fun, I guess, but Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've never played it. I'm just shitting on it because it's the meme or whatever. Yeah, I mean, their strategy, especially my daughter and her friends, is to just hide the fuck out until the very end, and then try to kill, like, one or two people and win. Which does work out for them sometimes, so. It's a legit strategy. <laughs> I'm just like, y'all don't really get any better at shooting or killing anybody, because y'all, y'all just make
2: all the good people kill each other. Yeah, I mean, it does sound like fun to me, but I guess if they're just hanging out and having a good time, then...
1: Yeah, they're, like, FaceTiming each other, so they're just, like, talking and bullshitting and then dicking around, and then, I mean, they had, I mean... I think my daughter's friends is decent, I guess, but yeah. I mean, they play anybody, what the fuck? They going get their ass beat. Fair enough.
2: Alrighty, so, uh, the game that we're talking about today, as you can probably tell by the title, is Elden Ring. Uh, this was kind of sort of Travis's pick. Like, he said he was going to play it regardless, and so we all just kind of... Well, yeah. Away, so...
1: I was just asking to verify if everybody's going to go play it, because if so, we should just do an episode on it, but I guess it got thrown in my pick, which is fine, so... You said so at you least said it's a game finished. I finished. Yeah. Yeah, at least uh. so That's good.
2: Alright, so if you're new here, uh, the way we do the show is we talk about six categories. Uh, gameplay, story, visuals, music and voice acting, overall experience, and replayability and extra content. We rate them on a scale from one to five, and we allow half scores because I bucked that trend way early on. So deal with it. Um, yeah, so uh, I guess we'll just fucking get right into it. Uh, Elden Ring is a is the latest from Software Game. They've been working on it for I don't know, what was it, like three, four years, something like that since. Whatever Dark Souls 3 came out, I guess they were working on it, like, during that time. I don't really know. Well, they had Sekiro, too.
1: That's right, Sekiro. They, I mean, if you look at what they've done, I don't if they want to know or whatever, what they've done in, like, a whole, like, ten-year span, I mean, they just not games out fucking quick.
2: Yeah, they're definitely, like, high-quality and polished, unlike stuff for, like, other companies that will push, like, a game out every year, and it's kind of shit.
1: Yeah, when Demon Souls came out, I'm just trying to look at, in 2009. So they've done Demon Souls, all three Dark Souls, Sekiro, Bloodborne, and uh, Elden Ring in like 12 years.
2: Not too bad, and I would say none of them are bad games. So
1: yeah, and then I guess they dicked around with that one uh, VR game, which I never played, but apparently it wasn't very good. Well, it's a VR game, of course not good. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um. I mean, I don't really know what to say about this, like, cause if you've played a, a FromSoft game in the last 12 years, uh, or 13 years, I guess now, uh, you kind of know what this game is,
0: well, <laughs> if you have yeah. that,
2: then... Uh...
0: Well, for me, uh, it was kind of, I had a uh, difficult learning curve, because I've, I have i had not played anything since Demon Souls back in, like, 2009, when that first came
1: out, and I was not very good at that game, so I didn't... Uh... Did you get far at all when you played it? Because I jumped off real quick when I started Demon Souls, and I didn't touch it again until my brother taught me to playing Dark Souls.
0: No, I didn't get really far. I probably only paid like 10, maybe 10 hours or so.
1: I got, I had like 10, no, was probably...
0: 10 or 15% of the trophies, maybe.
1: Oh, damn. Oh, well, you got A little ways. I mean, I think I dropped off at the first boss and was like, fuck this bullshit. That's funny
2: because I didn't have a PS3 when Demon's Souls came out. I only had a 360, so I wasn't playing any FromSoft games until Dark Souls came out, and I bounced off that and then went back to it like a couple months later and beat it. And I was like, "Well, let me try Demon Demon's Souls," and it went. And I think I knocked that out in like a couple weeks, maybe, if that.
1: I played the remake and I enjoyed it uh, mostly. I mean, when I when I first got my PS3. The first day I got it, my friend Jelly brought me over a bunch of games. Demon Souls is one of them. So I had, like, ten games. So I was just kind of, like, just rolling through them. And Demon Souls was, I was just like, whatever. I just, this shit seems stupid. And I just, you know, went through the other, like, bunch of games I had. So, and I just never thought about it again. For my brothers, huge Dark Souls fans. That's the only reason I ever really picked the series back up.
2: Uh, I mean, I would also say it's fair to say that probably, like, I don't know, 80% of people that played... Trumpsoft games like the, the first one they played they're like nah, oh, fuck this game and then i would i don't know i'd probably say a bunch of them i don't know 50 percent went back and eventually like actually made good progress because they are they're 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 way more i guess punishing than any other game is but they're also it's like one of those things where you fucked up and you know you fucked up. Like, you know the game may be, like, doing some, like, wonky shit. But ultimately, you died because you fucked up.
1: Yeah. It's kind of click for you, which it did in Dark Souls after a little while. But I guess some people just never clicks and they just don't like them. Which is fine, I guess. Yeah. I mean, not,
2: not every game is made for every person to play. Yeah. Like, I know, that, like, it's a common popular sentiment nowadays to be like oh somebody paid 60 dollars for it they should be able to have a good time playing it and it's like n- no like i don't i don't pay like what i don't know how much a movie ticket is now 15 bucks to go to the movies and like watch a shitty fucking movie and be like oh man i want my 15 dollars back because i
1: went and saw a shitty movie like that's yeah. how things work fuck no at this point in your life, really, gaming, the way that you're able to see what shit is with YouTube and trailers on it, you should kind of have a general idea of whether you might like something or not.
2: Oh, no, for sure. And you can't blame hype for your bad decisions. Like, I saw a bunch of stuff. People are like, oh, man, everybody was hyping up Elden Ring, so I bought it, and I fucking hate it. I mean, it's like... At this I mean... And they're talking about, like, they bought it, like, two weeks after it came out, and it's like... There's been... A plethora of people doing reviews, doing gameplay, do anything like stop-motion animations about Elden Ring. Like, there's something for you to watch and consume before you spend the money that apparently is very precious to you on this game, and to find out whether you, you probably like it or not. Like, I don't understand.
3: Yeah, I mean, I've
1: been hyping this shit out just to, remotely just joking and to annoy the shit out from haters. Like, there's a couple people in the other, in my other Discord, i like, this one dude. He, like, we, we and a few other people, we're just constantly just, even still, like, breaking up shit. Like, how it's the best game ever, and I can't wait for Elden Ring 2. Just like, this <laughs> Oh, shit. Like, he's so worried about the Medicare score. He's like, oh, yeah, well, it, it went from 98 to 97, and ain't the best game no more. I'm like, who fucking cares? Like, Yeah, you know. I mean, the hype was real, but I mean, I think some people were just doing it just to do it. Oh, for sure. Which I mean, I was super excited about it.
2: I mean, the people that actually wanted to play it like played it and they really thoroughly enjoyed it. And then like maybe some people got bullied into playing it, like Kevin. Yeah. And they they kind of maybe enjoyed some of it. And then the rest of the people are just fucking bandwagoners who are hopping on the bandwagon and being like, oh man, normally I just play Fortnite. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. This game sucks, or like I saw a lot of stuff. People are like games like Horizon tell you where to go, and they have quest givers do blah blah blah. and It's like okay, but that's not what. If you like, there's 13 years of games that have followed the same formula from soft from from software. You could look no. up any video and be like, oh, this is what this game's like, and uh, I, people are like trying to say Elden Ring is like a new. Uh, like IP or whatever, like a new, like, branch from the whole formula, but it's, it's like essentially Dark Souls 3, just open world. So
1: it's, it's just, just, they just built upon it. It's all it is. Nothing is really different other than it being open world and a few gameplay changes, but it's pretty much the same shit. Yeah. Like,
2: they, they kind of got the best or the better parts of their other games and kind of like amalgamated them into this thing, and it worked out pretty well. But we'll get into that more. Um... I'd say uh,
0: for me, like I know you guys are big uh, fans of this type of gameplay or game. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's not my favorite, and I probably wouldn't play. I probably won't play again unless we do it for the show. It's not like something I'm really into. But I'm also not mad that I did it. You know what I mean? Like it was, it's an experience. You know, I could say I've done one. But it's to mm-hmm. me, it's, it's a lot of frustration. And I get like, I don't know. I rather be more relaxed when I play my games, and this,
2: yeah,
0: I definitely am not relaxed when I play this thing. So I mean, that's fair. I mean, I was
1: pretty much high strung the whole time I was playing it. So and maybe it's I mean, like
0: I got. I need some more time between these games, and uh, maybe when the next one comes out, I'll be ready.
1: You know. But, would you? Huh? I'm sorry. I was gonna say, would you do the DLC if? Because there probably will be one. Are you yeah, going to yeah. do the DLC or are you pretty much done?
0: No, I'll do the DLC because I'll have to get the trophies. You know,
2: uh, that may not happen because from software it usually puts DLC without trophies. So, oh, then, for all of them or just Dark Souls three? It's well, the last couple I think uh, they didn't have trophies. Like, uh... Sekiro, well, Sekiro didn't have DLC, but Dark Souls three did it. Ashes of Arundel and
1: whatever the other one was.
2: Yeah, I think. Bloodborne, Bloodborne had trophies. Uh, Dark Souls Two had like two releases, and I think they added trophies to the like the Master Complete Edition, whatever the fuck, for the PS Four. I don't know if they're on the it's a DLC trophies are on PS Three, but they might be. Uh, all right, well, I guess. So, or, so the trend was trophies in the DLC, but up uh, uh, until Dark Souls Three, and they didn't have any DLC on Sekiro, so maybe they're not doing that. Anymore, I guess we'll find out. Um, but yeah, I mean, if there is no trophies, I'll probably like mess
0: around with it. May like probably you know because you guys will probably be playing it too. So,
2: <clears throat> um, but maybe I would say uh, like playing a from software game like one of these ones is like. Being a virgin and having sex for the first time, like it's super awkward and uncomfortable, and you have anxiety. You're not really sure what's going on. Yeah, but like you get through it, and then you're like, okay, that was that was an experience. <laughs> uh, and then you have you have sex more, and you're like, oh wow, this is this isn't too bad. <laughs> well, it's like, I just remember uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just
0: like better gamer now, but I just hated like when I played uh, Demon Souls. I was just like so frustrated, and I just didn't like. I don't know. Maybe I didn't have the Mental
1: fortitude to kind of push through. I was just like, "Ah, oh, fuck it." Uh, you gotta commit to it for sure. Like, it's not a game where you're just gonna fucking go in there. Like, usually they kind of lead you in for just a little bit, and then you, like, after like a boss or two, they're just like, "All right." Well, this game, this one, it's like, yeah, here's the, here's the, the
0: basics, and then boom, night on the, that, that fucking night on a horse that just wrecks you when you first get there. <laughs> so you're like. Oh yeah, there's a there's a guy, and you go to him, and like he just destroys you. <laughs> like
2: I do think it's funny, no. like all the, like the I guess the the conversation around the Sentinel Knight is like new new newcomers are like oh there's some dude to fight, but like all the veterans are like nah fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, I, <know> you <laughs> know. Like, I, I died one time. I was like nah fuck no, I ain't supposed to fight this motherfucker. I like, didn't I didn't even, even fight him the first time I saw him. I was like big knight on a horse. Mm. I'm okay, I'm going to go somewhere else. And then I ran into the dragon, and I was like, "Oh shit, maybe the guy on the horse would have been easier.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it took me, I don't know, a week maybe before I got back to him. I had to go and <clears throat> level up and find some mimics, and or not my mimic, but uh, some uh, summons and stuff. Well, I had, <laughs> like, the first, like, summon you get, you're like, you, th- you feel like you get those, like, uh, four, like, old, like, dudes that just run at them. I don't remember what that summon is called. The Nobles? Yeah, like you get that in the cave, and you're like, oh, I found a secret, like, like ash or whatever, and it's like, "Nope, oh, this sucks, and they just get wrecked. <laughs> I mean, we can uh,
1: bring up the summons real quick, since that is a new element. Uh, I mean, we'll just go
2: right into the gameplay then. Okay.
0: Yeah, go ahead and break uh, down breakdown, I guess. <laughs> all
2: right, so uh, since we've kind of briefly mentioned it, what... Well, We'll just jump right into the summons and then kind of discuss everything as it pops up, I guess. Uh, So, to give you, I guess, some uh, like a frame of reference, in every other one of these games, uh, except for Sekiro, uh, there are areas of the world where you are able to summon other players into your game. Um, And you can typically have like blue cooperator players. Or red uh, like antagonist players uh, and there are various forms of that like the, the blue players can be summoned uh, by you manually to help you get through a level and fight a boss uh, sometimes depending on the game um, you can be part of a covenant or they can be part of a covenant that gets summoned in response to a red player invading your game um, and depending on the the game like that can be made very easy or very difficult or you have to opt into it like an Elden Ring Um, so, uh, the natural evolution of that system for Elden Ring is, uh, give people summons in single player because, uh, why the fuck not? So, uh, the whole summoning system in Elden Ring, uh, is kind of has like two branches. It has the typical expected, uh, player versus environment and player versus player summoning aspects, or you can play technically offline. And still have the additional help via the form of NPC summons, which are called ashes. And they take many different forms from like shitty, weak, old sorcerer, noble summoner guy who like shoots a little fucking pebble that does like 15 damage and it's a waste of your time. Uh, or like God, rotten dog, will like scarlet rot everything in like three hits and like chunk the fuck out of bosses. Or you get like legendary ashes, like a uh, black knife whatever fucking name is he like dodges all the fucking attacks and like does massive damage shit so like there's varying options uh things you can do and find and uh apparently you're not playing the game if you use them right so depending who you talk to uh which is another point of division among the quote-unquote community so it's rife with like purists and then you got people who are like just do whatever the fuck you want so
0: yeah some people uh, there's like elitist uh, <laughs> Elden Ring players like oh I did this with uh, no armor
2: and no summons um, well, I try to be elitist
1: but I I hit a wall so
2: he bitched out and went mage
1: <laughs> I mean I had to fuck
2: oh <laughs> uh, shit um Okay, I guess we'll uh, get into like the actual listing here we've got. Uh, we'll start off with the battle system. We kind of touched on the summons already. But, um... Do either one of y'all want to talk about how combat works, or...? Uh, this is uh, Nick or Travis's pick, so he should do it. Alright. <laughs> I mean, I'll do it. I don't really give a shit. I just want to give y'all an opportunity to talk. Travis, that you there? Guess not. All right. So yeah, uh, I'm here. I mean, he's a little mad. So if you got to make a phone call, whatever, you can step away, dude. It's cool. No, I don't make a phone call. It's I'm I'm good. Okay.
0: So you want to go how bat, you want to go into how the battle system works?
1: Um, I don't really want to explain how like the the uh, all of it works. Since we, I would just rather just say uh, add stuff onto how the combat works in general from software games. But... Okay,
2: sure. Uh, well, I'll, I guess I'll talk about stuff, and if you feel like I missed anything, just pipe up. Okay. Okay? Uh, so, uh, gameplay in general in uh, Elden Ring and from software games of this uh, ilk are focused heavily on the combat <clears throat> uh, exploration before this game uh was was there, but it was uh almost like second fiddle because you were essentially following very linear paths and you would have shortcuts that kind of looped back around. Uh, but essentially, like you follow the path you get to the boss, uh, you clear the stage, quote unquote, and you move on to the next one. Uh, in elder ring, you kind of get plopped into this open fucking world and you can pretty much go in any direction you want. Um, and because of that, Uh, There are like roaming enemies across the map. Uh, There are different things to find, like uh, boss encounters or hidden, uh, just normal encounters uh, around, I don't want to say every corner, but they're pretty often uh, things to change depending on the time of day. And uh, a key thing to keep in mind is anything and everything will kill you. Uh, Never get too overconfident. So a lot of people would describe... The combat in in Souls games or from software games is like clunky. I personally never really got that uh, comparison. It is weighty, I would say, and uh, that is because they use input buffering. And so when you make a attack and then you panic and start rolling and decide, oh, actually I didn't I didn't need to do that, uh, the game doesn't care it's going to do whatever you told it to do in the first place, even if it was like two seconds ago. So I kind of understand how people have complaints with it. Uh, but once you understand how the system works, you can kind of work around it. And it plays into uh, people's anxieties and fears. So when you overreact or over try to overcompensate, you, can, you get punished for it. Um, typically, uh, you're going to use the... Left side of your controller for your left hand, and the right side of the, the controller for your right hand, uh, and that is like L one, L two, R one, R two. You can have. Um, what do you mean, when you say that, you mean you swing your your weapon. Yeah, swing your like your
1: weapon and stuff. Okay. So. Which so a lot of people don't like. It takes. It does take some getting used to with attacks being up high like that. If you never played a game like that before. Yeah, because
2: most action games like your attack button square or something. Yeah. Um. And you can have anything that you can equip uh, that can be an armament. can be put either on your left or right hand. Uh, if you are using two weapons of the same style, uh, like two short swords or two colossal great swords or two whips or whatever, uh, you will dual wield them. Uh, and that will unlock a different moveset uh, for both uh, the weapons while you attack. Um... Let's see, Ashes of War are on the L2 button, I think. Yeah. So, typically, most people will have a shield on their left hand while they're playing, and then their uh, combat weapon on the right. Uh, Of course, you don't have to do that if you don't want to. You can have, like, your combat weapon on the left, but you'll be gimping yourself a little bit, because the Ashes of War uh, is used by the right-handed armament. Um... So the L1 and R1 are typically light attacks. R2 is heavy attacks. Everything can be charged if you hold the button down. Otherwise, you just press the button in quick succession and you launch a flurry of attacks. <coughs> Depending on the attack speed and how much stamina you have, uh, you may be able to do like an attack chain of like 20 attacks before you run out of stamina. Or if you have like a heavy weapon, you can do like three attacks. I
1: mean, um, there's attack in this too.
2: Yes. Uh, jumping attack also does a lot of poise damage, just like a charge R2 would, uh, but it comes out, like, a lot quicker. There's what's also poise? crouching attacks.
0: Uh, what's that? I... What's that? Well, I mean, if you don't know, what, what's poise
2: mean? Uh, I was gonna say that, uh, after this, but poise is essentially hyper armor. Um, so if you've played a fighting game, and there are some commands you can do, uh, Normally, if you take a hit, you are immediately uh, knocked out of whatever command you were doing. With hyper armor or poise, uh, you tank the hit, essentially, and you keep doing whatever action you're doing in the first place. Um, Usually, this is very useful for builds that are relying on you hitting hard with big weapons. Uh, That way you can just trade blows, or even uh, with the, the heavier weapon, knock your enemy out of their uh poise so that they don't uh so they get staggered and they don't aren't able to make attacks Um uh, generally though uh most like boss monsters don't give a fuck about your poise so uh that's not to say all of them will ignore like all your poise like having enough will like prevent them from striking you with like one or two attacks on occasion uh, but you still will get staggered if you just stand in the shit and you will die if you just stand in the shit, because the way that, uh, from software expects you to play the, these kind of games is analyze the enemy and formulate a response to what they are doing. So typically if you rush in, uh, and just start swinging your weapon, you are going to die and you will die pretty quickly. Now, that's not to say there won't be times where you walk in into an encounter and you die instantly because the enemy had some bullshit fucking like breath attack or laser beam bullshit or something, or like they had like an instant death attack and you've never seen the animation before, so it took you by surprise uh I mean that does happen yes it does. it's uh it happens. it feels like it happens a lot more in this game <laughs> um <laughs> than the other ones uh. And you're like, well, that's fucking bullshit. So, I mean...
0: it <laughs> like has gotta be like the number one thing people scream at this game when you're playing. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I know i yeah. a million times.
2: <laughs> it's, uh... It's definitely... Raging, you think? It is, and it, you could tell at a certain point in the game, you could tell that the, it was designed around having another thing... In the battle arena with you. Oh, yeah. They Typically for like a lot of the bosses and stuff.
0: Yeah, every um, boss fight has like the ability to have Ash of War, you know, use. So it's like they expect you to use it, I feel like. Yeah, this is where I
1: started fucking up because I didn't grind, which I never, like, well, I guess a lot of people don't grind, but I didn't really explore a ton like everybody else. And I wasn't using the Saka summit, and I wasn't even really using the Ash War that much. I was just pretty much playing it like I was playing it the other games. now after a certain sort while, of yeah, like Nick said, like they kind of expect you to really use everything. so entry fucking awesome, which I'm not. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what the fuck I was saying.
2: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, are talking so... about poise, and how... Uh... That. Oh yeah, and how it affects combat. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a, there's I don't know, I don't know how many weapon types there are, but there's like I don't know, got to be at least fifteen to twenty. Uh, each one of them has different like amounts of poise damage they can do. Uh, they have different attack speeds. They got different move sets within the the weapon type on occasion. Uh, there are legendary weapons. There's just regular fucking weapons you can uh, get and level up. Um, there's magic you can get, uh, different rods, and uh, talismans, and casting implements that you can use. Um, and all of these things scale on different stats, uh, which we will get into shortly. Um, there's also, in this particular game mounts, and that is, takes in the form of this spectral reindeer thing called torrents. And you can kind of summon him almost anywhere. Uh, he has the ability to, to double jump, and it is very useful for traversal, uh, but we'll get into more of that later. Uh, but you can fight on quote-unquote horseback uh, with him. The um, same as on foot, you press a R1 to do a light attack, R2 to do a happy attack, and L1 to do a light attack on your left side. Um... That was hard to get used to with the delay and everything. Yeah, every time I used the fucking uh, horseback shit, I died. <laughs> I fought, like, all the giant bosses that are like, oh, we fight this on horseback. I fought it on foot,
1: because I'm like, there's no fucking way. Yeah, that's what my brother was trying to do, too, because he hates the horse.
0: Yeah, I liked, I actually like the horse, and I definitely use the horse every time there's a dragon battle, because I could just, like, run around the legs. and I did, too. And, like, you... I found my strategy for fighting the... the and everyone has their own strategies for everything, which is kinda like what makes this game great I guess. But um the the wing of the dragon, like you can get you can just go off on it while it's like attacking your mimic or whatever you got summoned and just kinda keep circling around is how I would do it.
1: The horse also feels good, too, like, because it doesn't control, like, fucking a horse, like, on Red Dead or Shadow Colossus, where it controls, like, a fucking horse, which is annoying shit. Like, it controls, like, you'd want a game to control, which I appreciated.
0: And you have a lot more mobility, like, just to, like, circle around enemies on the horse compared to, like, on foot, where you're kind of a lot, you're way slower on foot trying to, like, circle the enemy so you can get, like, a good uh, attack point.
2: Well, sure, but, like, I also felt like when you're actually running around,
1: like, when you're running, the horse turns, like, a fucking train, like... Yeah, I mean, it's not as smooth as on foot, but I think compared to a lot of other games that have horses, like, it's it's still way better than, like, Shadow of Colossus or some of the other shit, where it's just, like, it feels like you're on a fucking horse, like, I don't know, that's just yeah. my... Like, when you're not, like,
2: dashing, you can just move, and it just moves that direction. Like, it's not one of those things where, like, the horse has to, like, be re- reined in, and it, like, slowly rotates. Like, fuck all that shit. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. That's not what I want in the fucking game. No, like, because your character doesn't do that. When you move your character, they just, they instantly 180 in, like, a split fucking second and move the other direction. And that's like, okay, yes, because I'm playing a game. Right. I need my character to rotate, like, take two seconds to turn around. That's just useless yeah like there, i'm sure there's games that have that kind of like super immersion and whatever and like everything's a fucking slog and people some people like that shit but uh i'm playing a game because i already know my fat ass takes two seconds to turn around 180 degrees i don't need to replicate that on a on a, on a video game like, i do i don't need to do that like i know that's real life i'm playing a game now um yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess that's kind of it for battles. Some, I mean, like, I kind of said there's magic and stuff. Uh, like, So, like, <laughs> there's lots of spells that you can use as well. Uh, I didn't re- really use magic. I don't really use magic when I play these games, so somebody else is going to have to talk about that. Um, but this has a... I would say, from what I saw, it has the greatest variety of spells. Like, there are actually melee spells in the game. Like, uh, spells that take the form of, like, swords or... Uh, great swords I think and uh, there's a bunch of different spells that uh, use like the geography like if you can't use certain spells like in water and some spells travel along the ground instead of just being like a straight line in the air kind of thing uh,
1: did the two have focus points and that started in three right uh
2: yeah, because three had weapon skills or weapon arts or whatever. Which I don't remember
1: did you use them in three? I don't remember it really being that really that well implemented, other than the one time you had to use it on that fucking giant. Which is a game. No. I think 'cause like
2: I like using curved swords. And in I think Dark Souls Three, like the curved swords ones were just like the spinny thing. Like that the moves in this game it's like spinning slash or something. And I was just kinda like, eh, whatever, I'll just use my shield. And wait for an opening, and then attack with L one or R one, like I normally do. with, Like fucking. Right. Uh, not to say that like, there aren't probably aren't good. I think like um the fuck are those dudes in the uh... those dudes with the great sword that like jump around and shit. I can't remember what they're called. Like the, the, the grave tome dudes or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think like their weapon skill is like that, like flippy shit. It's kind of like lion's claw in the, in Elden Ring, but I can't remember. Like,
1: people spam that shit all the time or something in Dark Souls 3.
2: Yeah, I just never uh, really fuck
1: with in 3. And I think, it, I mean, they did a pretty good job with it in Elder Ring, I think, implemented into the game, because almost to the point where it seems kind of needed, or uh, maybe not needed, but way more useful.
2: Oh, yeah. The amount of just sheer customizability of almost everything in this game is astounding. Like... They, t- they took the concept of weapon arts, and they expanded it, not just, like, as a, an amount of, like, options to have, but, uh, like, just, like, with the, like different amount of moves. Because they were tied to the weapons in Dark Souls 3, but in this one, they've broken them off of the weapons, and you can put them on almost any weapon in the game. So you can make your, like, fucking weep katana, uh, like make you scream or you can make it like make you shout or you can make it like make you do a front flip and slam it into the ground and shit or like you can give it a magic sword attack and uh yeah it's (laughs) awesome it's like it's phenomenal uh like they could have just taken the easy way out and been like all right we'll just add some more of them and but keep them on like one weapon but no you can train uh trade them around to different weapons you can actively uh change their upgrade path because there are no more upgrade paths in this game like uh the other ones where like you're stuck in like a sharp path or you're stuck on a heavy path or you're stuck on like fucking magic path In this one it's like you find the right item and you're like all right well i'm i'm changing my build because that's the thing in this game as well i'm just gonna rebirth my character this magic sword ain't working for me anymore but i like the moveset so i'm just gonna turn it into a keen sword yeah,
0: Talk about, about ashes of war, right? Like where you can change like your your L two ability. Uh,
2: yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you change which ash you want. You change what scaling you want, and you can like just do whatever the fuck you want with almost any weapon in the game. It's well, pretty great. The like, only thing
0: that you can't do that on is like the legendary weapons are kind of uh, stuck with whatever they are. You can't. You yeah, can't but most. Do that. It, well,
1: I only use the one. I guess Night and Flames a legendary weapon, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine that's pretty OP. I imagine most of them are so OP that you're probably not too worried about it anyways.
0: But the cool thing about uh, what you are talking about, too, is that when you change your Ash of War, like, you can even use, like, the same one. like, <clears throat> you know, the one most people use is uh, the uh, horror, the Stomp, horror, for, horror Frost Stomp. But you can also make it, like, Affinity, so you can go... F- you, mean,
1: you mean Bitch Stomp, that's what you mean. What? <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> it's in the game, so I don't care. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just, just fucking annoyed. I didn't fucking think, didn't know about it. Until I was done with the game, but they nerfed it anyways. It's not as good as it was, but yeah, it definitely helped like me get through most of the game when I was kind of like struggling, still learning. But <clears throat> um, I'm sure there's way better stuff out there that people have found at this point because we, you know, we all played it when it first like came out. So um, yeah, but. I mean, just like looking at some of these like YouTube videos and stuff, like, magic seems to be very OP, like, because you can just shoot that shit from a distance and not have to, like, really engage in, like, attacking, like, a lot of these uh, uh, bosses and stuff. So, to me, it seems a little bit more OP.
2: Uh, Are you watching newer videos? Because they released a patch, like, in the last week or two that buffed all the magic. That buffed the magic? Yeah. So it's even easier to kill these sh- everything? Yeah, everything casts faster and costs less, and does more damage. Oh my god!
1: I don't really, speak the to magic too much? I only I use that sword, which is not really magic. But I don't know how easy the game is early on with magic. I mean, for a lot of people that are mates then in other chats say that it's not as easy early on.
2: So I don't know. Well, it's like any any time people play these games, like you find where you can get the broken shit early, and then you make your playthrough easy as fuck. Yeah. But, like, I would say probably playing normally without knowing where anything fucking is, playing as a mage is probably going to suck. Because you ain't got the stats to use any of the fucking weapons you find. And like, the only way you get new spells is you got to find the damn spell NPCs. And, uh, good luck doing that by yourself.
1: Yeah, no shit. I still like... Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't use Switch to Magic Tell Duo, so... And I was only a mage for that one fight and then I switched to the night flame, so which is, like,
0: more of a hybrid. But, yeah, there's some... I don't know, just by the way I've played uh, video games, like, I just search everything. So I had a, like, decent amount of good magic spells that I could use. I just... I never had the stats, because my build was more of a shield... Uh, sword and shield attack, uh, which everyone's, like, reading says so is the worst thing to do in this game. <laughs> but I did it just, anyway. I did it anyways. Um, well, since
1: we were talking about builds just recently, um, since this is your first one, could you, did it bother you that, like, you are semi-limited on builds early on, like, as far as uh, the stuff for upgrading? Yeah, I
0: just, a lot of bothered me It was, like, I didn't, it's not like, I don't know, you've played these games before, you know what you're doing, but for new, someone new, it's like, I, I was just like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Because like, just... I mean, you don't really get that much
1: shit early on. You're, at the beginning, you're kind of on a set path like for maybe one or two weapons until you start getting those bells to where you can go back. And even those aren't really that easy to find. I don't think some of them are kind of hard, easy to miss. Yeah. Now, I didn't really care because I don't usually dick around and switch around with a bunch of weapons. But I know that that's a common complaint for some people. They're like, you have 20 fucking weapons to use, but really...
0: Well, really only the ones are... Were- it's hard to use that many of them.
1: You only use the ones that are, like, what
0: you put your stats into, like, your stat growth into, and in the beginning of the game, you can't rebirth or anything, so you're kind of stuck with whatever you pick, and it's like, I don't know what to pick, what's good, what's not good, or I don't know what builds me, like, I don't... You know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, I mean, if you
1: put all your stones, or what, what are they called in this game, I don't remember, um, for okay up, well, but if you put most of your shit into you know, maxing out early on, to like a, maybe like a plus eight, like it's hard to find some of that shit, you know. Yeah. Early on, you almost have to wait till a little bit later until you get more of it. And then
0: like wait, like I guess most people, uh, you know, do the, uh, they don't block. They like, you know, spit like roll out of the way and like, you know, the, my, my build's like heavy build, so I just fat rolls, what I guess people call it. Um, so I don't really roll at all. <laughs> Uh, I just use my shield, and my shield has 100% block, and then so it blocks everything except magic, but uh, uh, but then it only keeps up as long as your stamina's up, but then you find like different talismans and stuff that kind of help with that, but
1: yeah, they. I think this is the only game that didn't have a shield a, a shield that blocked a lot with magic, because I think you could always use like HALO shield or some shit in the others, which has 100% magic, so they definitely uh, were thinking about some of that shit yeah, like, I got
0: the fingerprints uh, shield, like, maxed up, and... Do they nerf that? I don't know, but my physical is 100%, and then magic, 77, fire, 81, lightning, 79, holy, 75. So it's not, like, even magic, like... Because I know, like, when I went to that magic school, I got, like, wrecked by those guys, like, in one hit. Like, just by getting hit by those, like... Uh, uh, yeah, nerd, I just ran past
3: most of those fuckers,
0: though. So. things, so... Yeah, it was annoying. Like that. That there's like some very annoying parts where it's like your build is just gimped to to where you're at, and it's very like either you change or you gotta figure out ways to like, you know, kill like not get killed, I guess, or run. Or well, yeah,
2: but my guy was slow, so it didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right
2: part of the fun though like uh your build may be super strong for certain parts of the game but other parts of the game you have to like adapt and overcome like you said so yeah there's
0: a like you, yeah based on your build there's gonna be like i think for everyone there's strengths and weaknesses so some parts of the game are easier some parts of the game be harder um but then towards the end i think it kind of levels out where uh it there's not really an advantage, I guess, I, unless you just use like OP magic. I guess and you're just like, but even though, you some of these, like, and bosses are like so, like, they just cover the whole screen, they can get to you in like a second. So, I guess it doesn't really matter, you know. You get
1: unless you're just being stubborn, uh, like I was. I mean, if you hit like a wall from a boss that your build doesn't work with, you could always just summon somebody to help you with
0: that, yeah. You know, so, I summon one time, so that, I felt pretty good about that.
1: I'm sure that um, a lot of people, after what I am saying, use magic where well, they run into the uh, witch bitch. What the hell? I forget her name. Um, apparently she's hard to shit for them because magic doesn't do shit to her. Mm. Renala? Yeah, Renala, yeah. Which, I mean, I beat be her first try. I mean, I just fucking crushed her ass, but... Right. Uh, I, you know? <laughs> um, I'm sure... That, sucks when
0: you run into her and you fucking don't do shit i think the other thing we haven't covered on uh gameplay yet is uh there's also items you can use uh in battle uh you got like healing you got like your healing flask and you got your magic uh flask um and then there's this thing called the flask of physic which kind of like You get these tiers, and you combine them in that flask, and they give you different uh, abilities depending on what's in that flask. So, like, for me, I used uh, something that boosts stamina recovery speed, and um, there's another one that I used, like, to eliminate FP consumption for, like, a short period of time so I can summon, like, anything I want and not have to worry about how much FP I have.
1: I used the uh, barrier... Part where you can take much take a free hit because my ass was dying in like one or two hits, so I really needed that shit. I don't remember what the other part of what, the other one that I used with it, which that that is new to the series. Like
2: they uh, they gave they gave you this key item essentially that gives you a free customizable buff that you can mix and match at any save point, which is amazing.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool. And the great runes kind of customizable, well not customizable, but you have what, 4 of those? 5 of those? How many different ones do you have? I think there's like 6. Okay, yeah. I didn't... Those are one of the things where I kind of hoarded, <laughs> and then I used them all, a lot of them were the boss that I was stuck at, and then never really helped, because I was still getting my ass beat. Yeah, you have to use a rune arc to
0: activate those, which they don't, like you get a rune arc in the game before like you realize what it is, and then I used it, and I was like, what the fuck did that do? <laughs> I was pissed when I realized you only get like a limited amount of them and they activate your, your rune. So that kind of was frustrating. I don't, did you use a lot of like other items? Could just, I mean, I don't really. Yeah, because I didn't use magic. Um, the items I use the most are like, you know, stuff to coat your sword. So there's like different greases you can use. Um, so it's like. You know, fire grease, uh, magic grease, lightning grease, and once you like figure out that like uh, whatever the boss is weak to, you can kind of coat your sword into that. Or there's like a rot grease I kind of like to use a lot because you know that flicks rot uh, on enemies, and so like rot, it's like Rot's pretty up If you don't, like I didn't know rot was a thing, but it's basically like upgraded poison. You know, uh, is what I, I would. I call Rot if you've never, you know, played this game or any kind of, like, game like this before, but do they have this in, other, in the other games, Rot? It's like, I never came across this before, but um, when you get to this area where there's, like, a lot of Rot, you, you like, just die. Like, your health just melts away. So you got to start- Yeah, Rot's a
1: thing. I, I mean, I'm not sure about implementing your weapons. I never really fucked around with those kind of uh, builds, but I know there's poison and bleed builds and all that shit in other ones. Yeah, and Bleed's
0: kind of like, like another form of poison, but it's, I don't know, it's you can it's
1: different. <laughs> well, once you implement the Bleed all the way in, then you can do a ton of damage. Yeah, Right? Isn't that how it works? Uh,
0: I'm not sure if, like, there's like a couple... I don't know, I'm, I guess I'm not sure on that.
1: Now,
2: so the way that... Uh, there's two different types of status effects in, like, From Software game. You have your... Uh, damage over time, and then you've got your like uh burst damage. And so, every character, depending on your stats, uh, has different resistances to different uh, ail- uh ailments. Um, and that's like uh, so for Elden you've got poison, scarlet rots, uh, madness, frostbite, bleed, uh, and blight, which is the instant death. Uh, There might be a couple other ones, but those are, like, the main ones you'll see. Um, So stuff, like, typically, like, your uh, damage over time will be, like, Poison and Scarlet Rot. Which I think in other, uh, from software games, was just, like, deadly poison in that it ticks twice as fast. It doesn't do more damage, it just does the damage a lot quicker than you maybe are comfortable with having that happen. Um, and then the other uh, afflictions are all burst, uh, damage. And so what happens is, uh, as you receive, uh, attacks of that ailment, you don't get inflicted with that ailment immediately. They have to overcome, overcome your resistance. Uh, so when you get poisoned, it's because you were hit so many times with a poison attack that it, it came over your poison resistance and you've been afflicted with the poison ailments. Uh, but with bleed, uh, frostbite, uh, madness... And blight, uh, they happen instantaneously after you get uh, afflicted with the status effect. Um, but then it resets your uh, like affliction resistance, and that has to be built up again. Uh, so for blade, it just does a huge amount of damage uh, instantaneously. Frostbite does a decent amount of damage, and I think slows you down a little bit. Uh, Madness is only a like a Pv thing like you can't be afflicted madness on like any normal creatures in the game only on other like player characters and it does like a lot of damage and then like stuns you for I don't know it was like three to five sec- seconds or something like that so you can't actually fucking do anything uh, and then blight is just instant death like if you get hit with the blight death effect you die instantly yeah uh, up, cause there's a- and bleed and frostbite are usually for dex builds right I don't. Um, I think frostbite is usually related to magic, because in this particular game, cold is just a form, a different form of magic. Oh, really? Yeah, those there's
0: those stupid death frogs that you don't realize like they're that deadly, and then they just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: was curse! Was curse in this one <laughs> or no? No, so curse is replaced by the blight. Uh, that's right. Fucking curse! Fucking frogs! Yeah, I, just, I started attacking some frogs.
0: I'm like, oh, fuck these frogs! And I'm like, what? I died? What the hell? <laughs> well, in Dark possible. Souls
1: 1, you get fucked by these frogs down in a sewer, and then Curse takes, what, half your life away? And oh, yeah. Just, and then you're stuck like that until you read, re- undo it, and you're always stuck down in a fucking sewers. Which happened to me, unfortunately. Good times.
2: <laughs> you also, it was also kind of foreboding in like, Dark Souls 1, because you'd see, like, petrified statues of people, and you're like, what the fuck is this? And you, you keep going down this dead end that you learn, a corridor, and there's frogs. And they shoot this mist at you, and you're like, what the fuck's going on? And then you get hit with the affliction, and you're just like,
1: oh, you're dead. And you're cursed. Yeah.
2: Hey, when I had
1: that, I had fucking uh, aggroed the uh, cleric dude, so I had to buy it from the fucking bitch down in the hallway or whatever. Oh, shit. <laughs> double the price. <laughs> Uh, Dark Souls. Um, should you want to? So crafting's a thing in this game, which is brand oh, new. Oh,
2: dude, I forgot all about that shit because I I crafted exactly zero fucking items.
1: I crafted like two fucking things. I tried to craft some bow arrows earlier on. Um, well, not early on. Later on, when I was trying to do something with a bow, and yeah, is it?
0: Did you use it, Kujo? Is it useful? Uh, I used it for like I said, I used it for the grease. So I just crafted a bunch of grease, like, uh, cause there's like, like you are saying, there's a lot of items you can pick up off the ground and shit that you can, uh, also I use the, uh, some of, there's a, uh, perfumes you can get or whatever. Um, I used one of them for something, but you gotta, you gotta craft them. There's also like, you get like little pots that you can throw kind of like grenades I didn't use yeah, I didn't, I never used any of that shit. Like, the use, yeah. daggers or any
1: projectile, i never use any of that shit.
0: I didn't use many of those. I did use the daggers for, like, my, like... So, like, in some of those dungeons you go to, there's, like, those stupid little bitches that are, like, on the wall. The imps? Yeah, those little fucking imps. <laughs> so Fuck them,
1: motherfuckers.
0: Instead of having to, like, switch to bow and arrow, I just had, like, those throwing knives on, and I would just throw the knives at them, and that way they just come at me that way. So... That made it a little bit easier. <clears throat> but that's really what I only used them for. Or sometimes, like, if there's a boss that I was, like, really close to killing and I was almost dead, I could, like, just start throwing a couple of blades at him to kind of, like, get the last bit of health away. So that kind of helped sometimes. But
1: That's uh... oh, I mean, cool to put crafting in it, but I'm, I was kind of worried when I first seen it coming up. Like, oh, is this going to be some fucking bullshit where I have to be worried about crafting all fucking game? Because like, I don't want to fucking worry about that shit. I just want to play the fucking game. But I guess you don't. You do It doesn't seem like it's really needed, needed, as far as I can see.
2: I think the whole point was to give people like a little bit of an edge if they felt like they needed it, um, like crafting, like special like status affliction arrows, or like uh, Kevin used the greases, or the bombs, or whatever the fuck. If you wanted like make those, but like. You can beat the whole game with nothing but like the starting weapon, technically. Yeah. Uh, did
1: so... did what? Uh oh, uh, did they? Because I didn't get the crafting item or the bell summon thing until towards like the end of the game. Did did they explain that thoroughly? And I just wasn't paying attention, or is it like it's the same old from soft shit where it's kind of like not well explained and.
2: The NPC merchant that you can buy the crafting thing from. If you talk to him, he's like, "Oh hey, there's this crafting thing you should buy. it a let you make stuff with stuff you find in the world or whatever." But the 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 witch appearing with the bell, I don't know that that's hinted at anywhere. Um, I just I the only reason I found it was because I read online that like, "Oh yeah, you have to go back to the church at nighttime or something." Yeah, I was like, "Oh okay." So I don't know how you would know that unless you. We're just
0: there at nighttime. time. Yeah. Yeah. The only other item I used was uh, that I would craft or, like, so they're, like, neutralizing boluses is what they're called. So, like, if you get poison, you use it and it takes away the poison or rot or whatever. Uh, so that way, like if you're wanting to save your magic up, you don't have to, like, waste it on, heal, like, you know, he, using the magic to heal yourself. So. I had, like, some of those for, like, some of those rot bosses or poison. Um, uh, I think there's one time I used it for the madness guy. There's one guy that, like, shoots madness beams at you.
1: <laughs> so. did, did you think the, did, the, the graces, like, as far as the elemental shit, didn't really make that much of a difference in this game? But the few times I tried it on some bosses, of course, I didn't know what their weakness was. I didn't really feel like it was doing that much of a difference. Uh,
0: I think it does, for sure. If you know their weakness, or like I said, if you use like rot and you can like inflict rot on them, like it really helps, because like rot doesn't like
1: go away for a while; it definitely stays on them. I Not mean, I usually on the other ones, but most of the time. And in a game like Neo, it's fucking almost like needed. But I I wasn't getting. I, I'll cut on. Wouldn't use them because I wasn't even thinking about crafting half the time because I never crafted. And I was like, well, fuck, I don't see anybody who fucking sells these fucking things, so I'm just not going to fucking use them. Because in the other games they are called embers, you can use a lightning or fire ember, which does a decent amount of damage on pretty much anything, even if they're not even weak against it. But you can buy those. So I would always stack up on them.
2: Well, another shitty thing about the crafting is like you have to find all the books or notes or whatever the fuck that tell you how to make things. Yeah,
1: fuck all that noise. I just, yeah, I wasn't all about all that shit. Yeah, I mean, I found a lot of them just
0: because I explore everywhere, so I had a good amount to to do. So, oh yeah, there's another thing. Like, so I guess we haven't got into like the uh, summons really, but <clears throat> there's one of the mimics or one of the summons is called mimic, which basically is like another ver- like you summon a clone of yourself, basically. And whatever you have equipped, that mimic has equipped. So if you have like items that like, uh, so I would have like throwing knives and like there's like healing stones and stuff that he will use uh, because you have him as well. So I would have some of that on there him as well, so that way he would use it.
1: But he that that's nerfed out, right? They do not do that anymore, do they? Uh, yeah, they still do that. I thought that will they nerf him using abilities then?
0: Yeah, he doesn't use like the stomp all the time anymore and stuff like that. Well, like, he would, like
2: like, you're
1: down, if you're just dumb like mine, it just doesn't do anything but stand there.
0: Yeah, like he would like spam stomp and like it would be a super OP. But now like he barely uses stomp, and I don't think he uses heal as much. Like he used to be able to heal himself, but he doesn't use it. like I feel, I I don't know if I, like how many times it's gonna change over the over the course of this game, but. Uh, at first, he would heal himself whenever he needed to, and now he kind of does it once or twice, and c- kind of gets himself killed. Still, he's not as smart. His AI like went way down. I feel like.
1: Well, maybe I had like the pre-patch version already in for mine. Because <clears throat> that motherfucker never once healed. Every once in a while, he would do the night and flame sword thing when no one's around for some fucking stupid fucking reason. Just terrible.
2: They knew you were trying to fucking cheese everything
1: with that sword, so like, nah, man. <laughs> well, I mean, I, well, I'm well, i going to have to. Um, I was too low level to get any further. Or you could have just went to bed and sleep slept on it. <laughs> well, I mean, my problem was was really my vitality and my level. I mean, I was fighting duo, like, like, level 90 or some shit. They were just fucking wrecking my fucking ass so bad. Like, I can't even do it.
2: Yeah, this game definitely requires you to have at very, at the very least, forty vitality by the time you're at the end of the game.
1: Yeah, I had twenty five then, or low twenties, and then I pumped every like all of my last thirty levels into the vitality. Because the difference between dying and one hit, two hits, is pretty much it's fucking everything. Yeah, it could you be no no Yeah.
2: But uh, I guess we'll we'll jump into like uh, the next section now. But there's one thing I wanted to mention about the greases, and that is. If you have a, they are only applied to the weapon in your right hand. And uh, if you have a legendary weapon or one that has a, uh, like a, a status, uh, like an element attached to it already, you can't uh, put grease on it.
0: Oh, yeah. I didn't have a, mine was just like. I
1: played most of the games. So.
0: Mine was a heavy weapon or whatever they call it. So that way, like, my strength scale was A on my because like I pump like most of my stats and strength.
1: Um, well, real quick for you, one. Did you this is the first game that they made that has jumping. Did you like the jumping kudo or Nick? Would well, you win nothing different, Kujo, I guess, but Um Jumping like I didn't I didn't know that like jump
0: attacks were a thing, so I never used them. Like I didn't know it could help me, so I didn't know I don't know, it did it seemed like it was good for my build. But, like, jumping, like, around the overworld would seem fine to me. You know what I mean? Like, jumping jumping up on ledges and getting, you know, for exploration and stuff seemed good.
1: Yeah, I mean, apparently you can jump over a lot of attacks that you can't roll through as good. And I just never think about it when I was fighting because it's just programmed in my fucking mind that jump was never a thing. So, I thought the jumping was implemented pretty well I mean, it's not obviously great platforming, but it's pretty decent. Did you like it, Nick?
2: Uh, same opinion on it as I have it as jumping from Sekiro, and that is, like you, I never fucking remembered to do it. Right. Like, in Sekiro, I was like, all right, I gotta parry everything. I gotta parry everything. Um, or, like, Makiri counter, if I can, or whatever. And, like, there would be the times, like, I finally, like, learned which attack was gonna be a sweeping attack, and I'd jump over that, but then I would never, like, capitalize ...on the attack through that. Like, you could, like, hit him on the head or whatever the fuck. Um, and Elden Ring... ...the only times I jump attacked... ...were when I remembered that that was actually a thing I could do. Um, otherwise, I was always just, like... Uh, ...running in and trying to dodge attacks... Uh, ...with rolls. Because I didn't use a shield in this one. And... I guess I should have jumped attacked more, but I just honestly forgot it was a thing.
1: Yeah, same. That dude, Mick, he was, uh, with the video he was showing the last boss where he, like, uh, went all-in on jump attacks and used that, uh, relic to increase it. He was fucking doing some fucking serious damage with his, uh, dual fucking great weapons. Yeah, that's the kind of
2: shit that pissed me off, though. Because <laughs> it's like, uh using those great heavy weapons like does so many so much poise damage that it almost trivializes all the encounters and then like my dumbass is using the starting two fucking sham shears the whole game and like they don't do any poise damage so like i almost never staggered anything and like then i go like I watch a video of some dude just being like yeah i killed this boss in a minute and it's just him like jump attacking
1: and i was like yeah. fuck <laughs> The Claymore, I mean, the only time I ever poised with the Claymore is like, I had to get three Lion Claws off within, like, a short span of time. Which, and, you know, earlier in the game, when I wasn't getting killed in one or two hits, and bosses weren't fast as shit, I could sometime reliably do, like, on Margit or Morgot. But that's the only time I ever fucking broke anybody, even with the Claymore. Maybe the Claymore's poise damage isn't that great, I don't know. But three Lion Claws seems like a lot of shit they have to do to break someone's fucking poise. <laughs>
2: It's I mean it could be that the the weapon poise scaling or whatever not that good, whereas like big fucking hammers and shit I think
1: that in the, I think that wing Skeeth is supposed to have pretty good poise damage. The what? I see a lot of people using that. What what weapon? The wing scythe? The scythe? Yeah, scythe, sorry.
2: With the oh, like the the angel scythe or whatever. Yeah,
1: the faith one, I think.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, I never had enough fucking faith to use that
1: shit. I think so, I a, lot people, I a lot of people use that weapon, so it must be pretty damn good.
2: Uh, as, speaking of stats, we kind of covered it. All, we, I think we we covered equipment already well enough. Uh, so we'll move on to like character growth. Well, did we? Uh, I don't know if you wanted to say anything about talismans and stuff. Did you? I mean, I I kind of mentioned it earlier. Like, you just use them for casting spells and shit. Like, uh, there's there's talismans for, like, incantations, which is faith magic, uh, then you've got the rods and staves, or I guess staves for, uh... Good thing about seals,
0: uh, I'm talking about, like, the, like, it's like an accessory, the talismans.
2: Oh, like, so the rings, yeah, essentially the rings, uh, I mean, yeah, they're just like accessories, they all do different shit.
0: Well, yeah, there's super like there's some super really good ones where like they really help your. Like, you get some ones that like basically enhance your build that you really need to find by the end game. Like you're telling me about the great shield talisman where it boosts your guarding ability where you just really don't lose any agility. You know what I mean? Or your stamina. I mean. So, I mean, there's like, I don't know, maybe like a hundred different uh, talismans you can get where. You know, some of them give you <clears throat> extra HP, MP, or some of them uh, boost like a bunch of stuff, but then make you like kind of like a glass cannon type thing. Um, some just raise strength or intelligence, uh, or some are like the you get some good defensive ones where it increases your damage negation or magic negation. Uh, so.
2: Oh well, yeah, I mean, uh, sorry. I'm just gonna say this. Like this, uh, this particular iteration of From Software RPG has a lot of, I guess, a lot, a, a lot of variety of accessories, or talismans, or whatever rings, whatever you want to call them. Uh, but still, like it's one of those things where depending on your build, ninety-nine percent of them are not going to be worth equipping. Um. Like there's some like if you're using a heavy weapon, there's like some that are like increases damage on attacks that are made uh, like repeatedly or whatever. So like for a fast weapon, that'd be a, a good thing to equip because every hit you do, it will increase the damage. But like a, a slow fat weapon, a heavy weapon, you do like one hit every like five seconds, and you're not gonna like really benefit from that increase. Uh, but yeah, like you're saying, there's a lot of different. Options, there's lots of varieties, and there's always something that will fit your uh, your build. I don't,
1: I, I honestly like the ring, I thought the rings uh, system and the others seemed like those things were more useful than Talisman, but maybe I just didn't really look into them a ton or missed some of the better ones. Well, yeah, I got like, like Howl, Howl's fucking ring in Dark Souls is fucking awesome.
2: I mean, it's like the jar ring in this, isn't it?
1: I must not have got uh, the
2: that. The Jar houseman, the Arsenal childsman or whatever increases your encumbrance? Oh, yeah, I got that.
1: But I feel like, didn't that also do something else to you? I don't remember. Uh, I, 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 I feel like the rings, seemed, to me, I was more into, I, mean, I feel like half the fucking talisman I got this seemed fucking stupid.
2: What? I don't know, maybe Those maybe were... Havels did encumbrance and poise, but I'm not 100%. 100% yeah, sure. I think it does.
0: Well, there's like some really good ones like the Erd Tree's Favor. Where it increases hit points, stamina, and equip load, like so, you have that. I mean, it really helps you out in, in the main game. So,
2: I mean, or, or that's like... okay. The issue with the talismans, though, is they're all, or uh, for the most part, uh, percentage based. So they have a larger impact the higher your level is and the higher your stats are. And like a lower level, which probably reminded you shit. The difference between 10 and 15% off of like, uh what, like 500 HP is like, oh boy, 50 or 75 or a fuck HP bonus. Woohoo. Whereas like, it, like presumably like you're like level like 300 or whatever and you've got like 80 fucking vitality. And at the point you've got like, I don't know, 3000 HP. Then yeah, the, an extra difference between like 10 and 15, 15% is quite a big difference. But you're also, I mean, probably taking way more damage because you presumably should be on, like, new game plus plus by that point. So it's kind of, uh, I don't know. I mean, every little thing helps, I guess, but it's, 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 a, it's as
1: impactful as you want it to be. Neither really is armor. Like, I mean, to, I don't, to me, like, I don't think that the, the best armor and, like, the B tier armor really makes, that much of a difference, really.
2: No, I think the big thing is poise. Yeah. Because you want to be able to, like, actually get your text through.
1: Or, if you can equip some some armor and just stop you from dying in one hit, which is what I was trying to do towards the end, I mean, that makes a big difference. But, like, overall, you can kind of just... If you're going with a heavy build, you can kind of just pick through the better armors, and, I don't one... Four or five points is not gonna make that much of a difference.
0: Yeah, but if you get the really good armor, uh, my poise is 100, so
2: it really does make a difference. Sure, but for like damage negation, it's not that... I think a leveling up does more for your damage negation because you get the passive defense boost almost every level, depending on what stat you're raising, uh, as opposed to like wearing armor.
1: The most important stat in the game is upgrading your weapon. Like, Yeah,
2: shake that- your you already dead. Well, I know, I'm just
1: saying, like, that, upgrading your weapon is where you see the biggest difference in shit. Because you upgrade your weapon, you see the damage. You can yeah. tell the difference in that. Switching between armor, I mean, it, to me, it's usually minimal. Well,
2: there's a reason why it's called Fashion tools because looking good is better than reducing damage by 50, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, the grand scheme, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, way. you got you got to play fun good.
2: Uh, So, speaking of stats, uh, we'll do character growth. Uh, So, Kevin, do you have the game pulled up now? Yeah. Uh, You just want to go, like, press the help button to talk about the stats then real quick?
0: Yeah, hold on. So you just want me to go over, like, Vigor, like, the, all the different stats, or what, what, what do you want me to say, I guess?
2: Uh, yeah, because, like, uh, there should be, like, a, the help button that pulls up, uh, like, a description of the stats.
0: Oh, help button.
2: I guess you just kind of read the descriptions. Um... First one's Vitality, right? I guess it's bigger. I thought, it's, I think it's Vitality in other games. It's Vigor, oh, yeah. It's How do you, what's the help button? Uh, uh, Options? I don't know. Like there should be in the like the status menu, it should, or maybe the equipment menu, there should be a button a prompt. It should say on the bottom of the screen, like press this button. It's and like narrow
0: down. I'm not sure what the fuck that button is. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's just that. It's just that uh, oh, it's like the touchpad. I guess is that what that is? X- oh, X- on X- the touchpad. Okay. Okay. Here we go. I never knew this was a thing, so I've didn't. Even, I had never done it till now. Uh, so, Viger, attribute governing health, also affects fire resistance and immunity. Okay, I didn't know that. Mind, attribute that determines FP, also affects focus. Endurance, attribute that governs stamina, also affects robustness. This attribute also determines how heavy your equipment can be. Strength, attribute required to wield heavy armaments, Also boosts attack power for strength scaling armaments and affects your physical defense. Dexterity, attribute required to wield advanced armaments, also boosts attack power of dexterity scaling armaments, reduces casting time of spells, softens fall damage, and makes it harder to be knocked off your horse. Intelligence, attribute required to perform glintstone sorceries. Also boosts magic power of intelligence scaling sorceries and improve, improves magic resistance. Faith attribute required to perform sacred incantations. Also boosts magic power of faith scaling incantations. An arcane attribute go- governing discovery. Also affects holy defense, vitality, and certain sorceries and incantations. So.
1: And all those have soft caps.
0: And that means, like, as you level up, the more points you get goes down, right?
1: Yeah. Which, the way leveling up, which I just don't quite understand, but there's R&D involved, too, because sometimes, like, you will level up a stat, and it will go up two, and the next time it will go up one, and then two. But I guess that's just all within the r and of where you're supposed to be or where they want you to get or something. They're uh-huh. explaining on the podcast, but I don't really follow the numbers like that.
2: First time hearing that. What's that? RNG in the stats? Because mine were pretty reliably like predicted every time I upgraded a stat. Like I've never was like, "Oh, this seems like RNG." I'm getting a different stat number this time. Well, did you ever upgrade? Did you ever level up
1: the same stat like four, five times on one level on one time?
2: Uh, yeah, but it always. Like it's does it felt like it was the same in every other from software game, like
1: well, yeah, that's but, all in RNG. Like, you're not gonna you can go 2 2 1 2 1. There's no there's no rhyme or reason for that.
2: Yeah, there is your it's strength, your strength will go bad.
1: up 2 and then it'll go up 1, then it'll go up 2. I mean, in reality, it should just go up 2 until you hit a soft cap, but that's not it's, always the case.
2: Well, it's based off the scaling of your weapon,
1: right? Because there's that's what I'm saying, is there's numbers involved.
2: Well, yeah, but, like, if you have a B-scaling weapon and you, in dexterity, you pump up your dexterity, it's not going to go, like, 4-4-4-4. It'll be, like, 1-1-2-1-2. If you have A-scaling, that will be the 2-2-1-2-1 or whatever. I don't know, like, the math behind it, but, like, it's it's not random.
1: Well, I don't mean it's random. I just meant there's numbers involved that you're not really going to know, and, like, most people aren't going to think about all that. They just know scaling A.
2: It's true and also the scaling i guess we didn't really touch on that too much in the equipment but the scaling is different for each rank as well for each weapon like an a rank scaling dexterity and like a rapier is not going to be equivalent to an a rank scaling straight sword in dexterity like you get different stats off the scaling of that too so but that's how it's always been under the hood in a from software games like you don't know quite exactly like how to maximize the stats, you just know that pumping the stat will be good for you in the long haul.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I guess RNG wasn't wasn't the right word uh, for random, but yeah, there's like there's a there's a formula behind it. Most you, you can't really see it, but as long as you keep pumping that stat, just gonna get where you need to get. Uh. They should probably explain soft caps somewhat in the in the game, but I guess most people at this point know about it.
2: Well, I mean, you can kind of, like, visualize it. You'll probably waste a couple points if you're playing it blind, being like, oh, wow, I was getting, like, 25 HP per level, and now I'm only getting 12. I wonder why. Yeah. Maybe I'll stop leveling that up, and level up something else that I'm seeing more benefit from. But... Uh I don't know. I mean I don't mind soft caps. I don't mind
1: Yeah, I mean I don't once once it starts not doing much for me, I just fucking move on to another stat. Yeah.
2: I've got a pretty one track track mind anyway. I usually just level up some vitality or vigor, then some endurance to get some stamina up and then the attack damage stat that I'm using.
1: Usually I do the attack and some endurance and don't fuck with Vitality as much, because usually there, I always felt like there was a um, like a good relic or something you could wear to kind of help with that a little bit. But in this game, you just seem to get wrecked after a while, and I probably should have focused more on that.
2: Well, live alert, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Dark Souls 1, I mean, fucking... Bosses' health pools aren't that high. They're not really killing you so fucking easily. Two, maybe not until DLC do you really run into issues. Three is more of an issue. Elden Ring, I didn't think was too, too bad until you get maybe a little over halfway, and then once you get the capital, shit's like fuck.
2: Yeah, stuff gets, like, super tanky out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, and I'm not sure if that's more designed because they expect you to be at certain places, at certain levels, you know? Because, like, some people don't hit the capital, until, like, they're, like, level 100. Where my ass was rolling in, they're, like, level fucking 60, maybe.
2: Well, I mean, they presumed that everybody playing would go and kill all the different uh, lords or whatever, whatever they could, like, the demigods or whatever, uh, instead of just rushing to the capital because like there is that bypass you can do in the river but the the game pretty much is like hey there's these dextus talismans you can use to operate Dectus lift you got to find them to operate the lift to get to the capital so it's kind of those thing one of those things where if you explore a lot you'll find that shortcut uh you'll be able to skip the lift but if you uh, don't explore that particular area and you explore a different area instead, you'll probably find the talisman halves that you need to operate the lift. So, so there's a second way to get in the capital other than fighting
1: the two tri- tree sentinels?
2: I mean, yeah, the, the tree sentinels, the lightning fucking sentinel fuck. No, the, that draconic one you have to fight, but it just meant like because uh, you told me about the actually like getting up to the volcano manor area uh, which leads to the capital. You told me you went like through the river and up the cliff and fought the magma lizard thing right yeah yeah but i did that too you don't you don't have to do that you can just go to Kaled, go to one of the forts and find the other half of the talisman that you found earlier on in the game at a different fort i guess and operate the lift in the middle of the lakes of liernia or whatever and you don't have to go through that side area
1: See, I, didn't really, I wasn't trying to follow the main line. I just fucking, anywhere, that, I I just went where I fucking went. So, I mean, once I was in the capital, I was just like, this area's pretty cool. I was just dicking around in it, but, I mean, I guess I went there too early, maybe, but I wasn't wasn't like I was just beeline for the main story. I just went wherever the fuck I went.
2: Yeah, that's one of the pros and cons of this game. Like, they can, uh, they have to kind of, I guess, temper a lot of the overworld enemies before the capital because people can kind of go wherever the fuck they want but like once you're at the capital like there's no more exploration it's capital uh top of the giants uh howling carom thing whatever and then back to the capital
1: yeah pretty much which, I mean, I would have hopped out of the capital earlier, but like once I was pretty deep into it, I'm like, this area is big and confusing. I kind of know where I'm going. I don't want to get confused when I come back, so I'm just going to keep rolling with it.
2: Fair enough. Um, Alright, I guess that's pretty much it for character growth. Uh, you can respect your character when you fight one of the bosses, uh, and you can find these, like, larval tiers or whatever, and talk to the boss after you've beaten her. And she'll let
1: you respect? Did anyone else respect? I did it twice. That's I didn't do it at
0: all. I respect a bunch of times trying to get like, the right. Because there was, like, some weapons I wanted to try to use and see if I liked them better, and then I didn't. So I just kind of respect back.
1: I respect to Mage for Duo. Then I got to the Clergy, uh, Malacham, whatever his name is, and then I was getting wrecked with the Mage. So then I went and respect back to. Uh... Or not respect, back, but respect to the knight and sword. Apparently you can do it, what, like 12 times easily, I think? And then the rest of the time you have to farm for the item? Uh, if you say so. I think there's, <laughs> there's 12 you can find, I think.
2: I had a bunch of those things and I just never used them, which is most of my items.
1: Yeah, same. I didn't even. I don't even like look. Like I told you that about one item I had, like the some kind of thing where it increases your power, your damage. But yeah. I had like three of the motherfuckers, and I used them all. I got my ass crushed. And I'm like, I think it might be nice if I could find these motherfuckers again. You could have just crafted them. Yeah, that would probably would have caught a lot of work. I go. I had to go find the book. Go find the items. Still use them and die.
2: That's fair because. That's what you'll be doing most of the time, wasting yeah. your fucking time, dying yeah. in two hits. Like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, mini There are none. Yeah. I guess you can make some if you wanted.
1: <laughs> I. uh...
2: <laughs> you uh, what? The mini uh, The mini is like
0: invading other people and trying to kill them.
2: <laughs> I say I looked at how many bosses
1: were in the game just now. One hundred nine fucking bosses. Damn. I figured it was like ninety, but god damn. Did you do all hundred and
2: nine, Nick? I have no idea. I as many as I could find. It's not like I was keeping a checklist or anything. I just
1: I probably only did maybe three quarters of them.
2: I mean, I don't know, you you probably only did half if you didn't explore a lot of the catacombs and stuff. No, oh, I didn't I didn't I did a lot of
1: the catacombs and shit.
2: Oh, okay. What about
0: you, Gavin? How many did you fight? Uh, I fought everyone I came across, so I think I did most of them. Um, there's a couple I probably missed, but I mean, everywhere there is, like a cave opening or whatever. And I also went, you know, and fought Melania, so I did all those up into her. So
1: I feel like I did like ninety
0: percent. Maybe there's probably ten like percent like I missed because you know it's hard to find everything. There's some. There's like some dungeons I didn't even know existed until I was like saw YouTube, and I like for that like golden scarab or whatever. I was like, I had no idea you can get to that place. So yeah, I'm sure there's a few of those where I didn't even, I don't even know they're they're there, and you know. So the only one
1: I actively really didn't do was the one where you fight the skins one after another, because I already fought in duo and I died to it, and I was like, whatever, I don't even I don't fucking need to fight both of them after another. I've already fought both at one time. I'm just. Leaving.
0: Oh, right before you fight that ice dragon, I think you you get that dungeon.
1: Yeah. Uh, is there like were a bunch of wolves in there, I think, or some shit. Uh, I don't know if they're wolves. Ghost wolves. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I died to them. I got to, I got the other, the second one down pretty good, and then I died. And I'm like, I don't even fucking care. I, fighting two of them is harder. I've already done that. I don't, I don't fucking care. So I just left.
0: I didn't have too. I didn't have too hard trouble with them. It just. I think of my build, I was uh, better off. Like I didn't have, like I beat the godskin duel. I was actually pretty over level, probably at that point. Anyways, but it only took me a few tries to beat them. <clears throat> and I did post all my videos of the boss battles that I, uh, well, most of the boss battles that I fought, um, on the uh, Discord. I post post the major ones, I guess. I didn't do all of them. Like, every single little dungeon I didn't do, but most of the main ones I did.
1: Do you guys want to talk about some of the areas or the bosses while we're on gameplay? Want to? Like, some of your favorites? I mean, obviously, we're not going to do all 109 or every area, but... Favorite bosses is what you're saying? Yeah, some of the bosses that stuck out to you.
0: Mm. The one I hated the most was that damn Crucible night when you first fight him and like
1: <laughs> everybody hates that motherfucker. I didn't really have that much trouble with him, but
3: well,
0: you first fight him in that castle and you're not ready for him, you know. And like it just, if I don't know at that point in the game, I don't think I had like a hit of a wall like that before. Where I was like, I thought I was pretty decent, and then that that Crucible night just blocks every fucking thing. And
1: I, I thought know. you fought him in the arena first, don't you? Uh, well, that's optional. Oh.
2: Oh yeah. I mean, I the guess, belt, I both guess, the encounters are pretty optional though.
0: I guess I didn't go. I didn't get to that. I didn't like search there first. I went to the castle first. And I was going through that. And... That's kind
1: of dumb that he like. I'm, I'm I'm wondering if I missed him in the castle. Just remember fighting Gnome, but I mean, he's right outside the castle in the arena area. That's kind of dumb to have him back to back like that. Cause Cause you're talking so about like, Storm or Storm, or Storm Hagen, whatever the fuck that castle called, right? Yeah, he's in a secret area in Stormvale. Maybe I missed that.
2: Yeah, you have to, like, go up where the... So where those jar dudes are, like, right before Godfrey, or God... What the fuck his name was? All the G's.
1: Yeah, Godfrey. Uh,
2: Yeah, Yeah, right before you fight the boss. It's like God... His name's not Godfrey, because that's his dad, right? Whatever. It's like
1: God... Freed, or... I don't know, it's like some fucking George R. R. Martin shit, where every fucking... All the names sound the same. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you
2: fight, uh, you kill those jar things, and then you can run along this path at the top and jump up to a ledge, and like run along that, jump up to another like platform that has a a, a, like an open door to it, and then like you do some platforming and you open one of the shortcuts near one of the sites of grace, and then you do some more platforming and you get down to the bottom of the area. Uh, You fight a Well, uh, yeah, the option of fighting the ungulated worm thing, whatever, I guess. Whatever the fuck it's called. And, like, find this giant, like, melted face thing in the ground and watch Rogier die. Or you can go and fight the Crucible Knight and find another uh, elevator shortcut.
1: Hmm. If I remember that. I I don't remember fighting him, so... Stormbale's pretty fucking big, though. So, I mean, it's possible. I just don't remember. I was yeah. in that one for a while.
2: Uh, I mean, I guess we can talk about, like, favorite areas and favorite bosses, then, if you want to just combine them. Because, like, there's lots of fucking areas. Stormbale I thought, was
1: where the game really started clicking for me. I'm like, because that's just fucking Dark Souls, all that is. Like, you're just in a castle. I mean, they got the shortcuts. To me, that's when the game really started clicking for me.
2: Yeah, well, I guess we should clarify, because there's, like, there's... Like side dungeons, like almost like the chalice dungeons from Bloodborne, and they're like split between like caves and catacombs and dungeons. Uh, and then you have like the legacy dungeons, which are like the meat and potatoes of the the game, where you usually fight your like one of the demigods, and they yeah. usually take like fucking four hours to explore the whole area. And it's pretty important. All your shortcuts and all that
1: shit come into play a lot. Yeah. Um, Well, I guess
2: for me, uh, I really like Stormvale as well. Uh, It took me forever to fucking get through it. Um, But I think probably my favorite boss... I guess was Godfrey near the end, because when he took his fucking lying off and killed it and went like fucking wwe on my ass i was like this is a a, a very unique fucking fight i've never they've never had some dude being like a fucking grappler on your ass before and it was fun watching myself get thrown like 800 feet in the fucking air and then like fucking pile driven into the ground
1: yeah that fight is fucking legit because he's all he is so aggressive he's all up on your shit
2: What about you, Kevin? Do you have a favorite place or a favorite boss?
0: I have my least favorite place. <laughs> I fucking hated Khaled, like the rot areas. Yeah. That was the, my, my least favorite place. Like, getting slogging through that was not fun. I think my favorite boss was probably uh, Radahan. Like, I really. I, no way. No way. Are you
1: fucking serious? Yeah. Fuck that motherfucker. Don, the horse guy?
0: Yeah. Cause you have all your like uh, buddies coming there helping you, and you kind of like riding around your horse and like activating all those things, and then I don't know. I I had fun with that one.
1: Uh, I heard that they nerf they nerfed him, and then they unnerfed him. Is that true? Yeah, they didn't mean to nerf him. They nerfed him by mistake, I guess. Uh, I figured they nerfed him because everybody's bitching about how f- fucking hard he was. No, I
2: thought, like people are bitching that like, oh man. I don't want to have to summon all these people and I don't, he's too big and it attacks and blah, 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 blah. So they nerfed him. And then people are bitching that they nerfed him. So they're like, fine, we'll fucking unnerf him again.
1: Uh, I don't know I- why I had to use summons. Cause I didn't use summons before that, but for that fight, I'm like, it's kind of designed for it. And I don't feel like, I don't, he's not even fucking fun to me. So I just use the summons. Yeah. I, I
0: kind of had a good time with that one. Um, uh, the concept is cool, and like the whole like idea
1: is pretty cool, though.
0: Yeah, and then I guess I like, kind of like the area um, when you finally get some Melania like going through that, and like that uh, that whole kind of storyline with the the chick with the one arm or whatever. Um, that might have been my like when I was getting towards the end of the game, I was starting to get like feeling you know decent about myself playing um, before I got too tired of it, I guess, uh, and also, I think, like, when I was going to Fire Manor, like, that path I took was fun, because, like, you're just exploring, and there's different things you go through, and you're like, man, when am I gonna get there, and then you do, but, uh, and then there's, like, one of the, like, the, I know, like, a lot of people hate those chariot areas, but I, there's one where you can like destroy them and there's like a secret path you can find like you like roll through the lava and stuff. Um, I had fun with like one of the couple of those ones, but...
1: Uh, that was the one where I hit a dead... I, I thought I hit a dead end because I was like, uh, I was dying in the lava. I was like, I think I need an item to to get through this and then I just never went back. You
2: just need Bloodhound step
1: Well, I don't, I don't know... I was towards the end, and I was pretty much done. I was like, I don't even fucking care. I probably nothing in here. I really need, anyways.
2: I think at the end of that is like a finger sword or something. It's a giant finger.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> <There> <laughs> yeah. I, I would be fucking pissed if I fucking got through that and got that dumbass thing then.
0: Uh, that wasn't the only thing. I think they get a decent talisman in that one.
1: I really liked the. Uh, which I hated the archers down there, but I really liked the underwater area. I mean, the, the, I mean the underground area. Where it's like with the ghost Vikings and shit. That place is pretty beautiful. Yeah, I was like, oh wow, man! Like it's, it's so fucking big and it's so nice looking. I'm like, damn, they really outdone themselves there. I mean, it did suck walking around getting the fucking arrows in me all the time, but uh, what they did with it, it's fucking awesome. And I like Stormvale and the capital quite a bit, even though capital fucking did wear my patience down after a while. Oh yeah, I also
0: hated the fucking sewers. Fuck that sewers
1: I didn't go there until the place opened up, and I was dicking around down in there because I thought it was where I was supposed to go. Because it, because I just like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know you could walk up the wing, and I'm like, damn. And then someone was like, oh yeah, you're. You, that was like an area you could have gone to a long time ago. I'm like, oh, all right, well, fuck. Hey, the sewers fucking sucks. Fuck like the nymphs.
2: It's also like any swamp area in a soft game fucking sucks. Like, the Lake of Rot was ass. Yeah. just like, nothing but Scarlet Rot. Like, okay.
1: <laughs> Thanks! Yeah, f- fuck. Yeah. F- they they constantly put that shit in there as like a fuck you. Every- they know everybody hates it, but they do it just to do it.
2: Well, Miyazaki said those are his favorite things, so he'll fuck put them you. in every fucking game. <laughs> it's, like, it's not like it's challenging or anything. It's just fucking arduous.
1: Yeah, and like, even like, uh, people who try to make other souls like Covane has a kind of like, uh, not, I don't know if it's like a poison area, but you're just kind of like, like a marsh area where you're just kind of just trudging along, like, fuck this. That's
2: pretty early on. Um... You go through the hole in the ground or whatever, right in the parking lot?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. The, um, my favorite boss... I like the one you're talking about uh, when you fight Godfrey the second time. I like Melania, even though in hindsight I wish I would have fought her straight up and not with a knight and uh, flame sword. Yeah, that was the one boss I couldn't beat by myself, Melania. I feel
0: like it's because my build was just not set up for her at all because I'm slow and I defend and so all that means is that she just gets her life back. Like I got it. I got to her second form a bunch of times. I got really close, but so it's just like I'm so slow. It's hard, and my mimic's so slow. <laughs> or like I mean, what now? Sorry. But yeah, so I think that like it was really really hard for me to, with my build to do. So I had to change. That's one of one of the one times I had to change my build to like a dexterity build, and get that blood sword so I can like attack really quick and get her bleeding. And then even then, I had to still summon like. Helped for that, so yeah. Surprisingly, I
1: didn't have trouble with her. I only got to her maybe three or four times, compared to Malik. What's the dude, What's his name? Is it Malakhan? How do you? Malaketh. Malaketh. That fucker took me like three fucking hours. Fuck him in his second fucking phase, flying the fuck around all over the place. Once I learned you can run like towards him, like that was the, tr-
0: the trick to him. Like you run towards him, and his attacks like go over you. Basically, that uh, I- was fine with him. Well, he killed me in one hit. Oh yeah, well yeah, because you're way under level. I got it. Because
1: <laughs> he does, because he does that that fucking attack. He does does like that extra bit of damage or whatever. Uh, that blood, kind of like that rot damage where it just like melts your health. Yeah, it's like he does it. Like it doesn't kill me instantly, but it'll I, it will kill me before I can heal. So it's pretty much instant kill if he gets me with a couple of those moves. And it's just like then you would respawn, and it's your life is still drained, so you have to rest. So I will be like get all the way back up too, and then realize I'm missing like quarter of my life. I'm like, God damn it! After yeah, after I uh, they nerfed the mimic, uh,
0: I started using Black Knife Tish like more often because uh, she has the uh, that kind of same attack where it melts the enemy's health. So it
1: really helps out uh, on those end game bosses. Yeah, my Mimic just sat there and died and like. 10 seconds against that fucker. I would save him for the second phase because the first phase I didn't think was that hard, other than that one shockwave move was annoying, but. Yeah, I was just like, if I, can... I hate the boss because he's just flying all over the place. It's not like a fight that I like. Yeah. And Duo really pissed me the fuck off, which, I mean, I guess part of that's my own fault for being underleveled on both those guys, actually, but. Because they were just destroying me. Like, I didn't even get. Do it halfway down after like two hours of trying, and I switch the build to magic and I beat them like three tries without getting hit.
2: Well, it definitely helps to have fucking health. <laughs> so you're not know, getting one shot, and then I guess if you're just gonna cheese it with magic, that works too.
1: Yeah, I was. I mean, I was just like, I don't even know what to fucking do. Like, and the giant, you guys, the giant was was a giant hard for y'all because some people think a giant's easy as shit. That motherfucker was beating the shit out of me.
0: I don't, think it was, I don't think it was easy. It took me a while to, like, figure him out. But after... It took me, like, maybe an hour or so to kind of, like, get a good strategy and
1: take him down. Oh, I, I took think... me well to over two fucking hours. That motherfucker, he... He definitely he took me, like, well for everybody, I'm sure. He, I didn't need so many hits, and he would kill me with most hits. Like, the fucking roll... The stupid roll thing he does in the second phase, like, I couldn't judge which waves would roll, and he would just roll over me and kill me. Well did you were well, you on the horse or no?
0: Yeah, I was on the horse. I just like he would like do a tell, so I would just run back when he was about to do that. I was getting greedy, I guess, but
2: uh. The horse, I just stayed at his feet.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, you well, stay in the back of his feet and he he can't really do much to you in the second phase. That's right. Oh,
2: well, I didn't know that. <laughs> I also summoned Alexander and he got his ass kicked, so Maybe that was a mistake.
0: Oh, yeah. I never, like, I never finished that quest, so I didn't, I was like, fuck, I can't use Alexander, and I wasn't going to go back. I tried to find him. I, I didn't know where he was anymore, because, like, I saved him, like, that one time he's in the ground, and then he fought, like, uh, that one guy on the horse. What's his name? Uh, Red on. Red on Yeah, Hand. He fought Radahan, and then I never saw him again after that.
2: Yeah, he's stuck in the ground again at uh, Lirnia. So. You have to go throw oil on them to get them out.
0: Yeah, and that's that's one of the things I'm not like t- I didn't not like about the game. Like all the quests, like are so like ambiguous. Like you don't know if you're in the middle of a quest or if what's going on. I'm not. Yeah, my brother is
1: constantly texting me complaining about how he's annoyed with the fucking quests because he, does, he doesn't he doesn't want to look anything up so. He's having a hard time. I'm like, well, you're just going to probably look it up, or you're going to fuck it up, I'm sure. Yeah, you have to look it up, or you can just, like, basically ruin the side quest you're on. I mean, mo- I'm sure most of this shit is found out from people playing and early on and talking to each other. Yeah. But there's
0: this one where uh, there's that, like, crab dude that boiling crabs or whatever, or lobster guy. And, oh, uh, the boil prawn chat guy, whatever his name is blackguard um he uh i guess there's a quest like where uh he comes in later in the game but since i never did that side quest where you talk to him like he's just there sitting forever um uh, bowling some prawns
1: so. so much it's just like uh to get is it they get the other half to the how tree medallion or whatever where you have to go back to that like abandoned village with a dude in a fucking jar and sling at the jar and then talk to him and he's like oh shit I see you got one half I guess I'll give you the other half like who I mean do you think anybody really how think people can figure that shit on their own uh well
2: I've I found the guy in the jar because I like rolling through all the jars and hitting jars and shit when I'm playing so but that's not really in the game why would you ever go back there well, I did that first. Like when I was there, I didn't need right. the other half of the medallion. He gave it to
1: me. Uh, when I was watching the video, watching the video, he says that he won't give it to you until you already have the other one.
2: No, because you don't get the other one until it's sold. Well, or whatever. Yeah, no, I have. Yeah. I got it first from him, and I was like, oh, okay. And then I had talked to the uh, Albinoric girl with the wolf before this. And she, she like, oh, yeah, find this medallion thing for me. And I was like, oh, maybe this is what she's talking about. So I went back to that. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's what I was looking for. Some brute stole my other half. Uh, and then also killed my wolf. I'll turn into a spirit now and come with you. I was like, um, okay. <laughs> All right, cool. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah, well, the, the video, he says you can't get it until you fucking already... Apparently, that wolf uh, summon,
0: like, like the chick you're talking about, you know? Like, if there's a wolf, like, on the battlefield, she'll, like, r- start riding it and start shooting arrows at people. That's so,
2: pretty
1: neat. That's pretty cool. Speaking of Castle, uh, that commander in there, he's one of the top three favorite bosses for me. I like him a lot.
0: The one on the uh, Castle Soul, where there's, like, two other bitches that struggle with him? Yeah, I love that boss. Uh, I fucking hated that castle. It was annoying.
1: Why? Nick hated it, too. I don't I don't remember dislocking that castle at all. Like, you
0: have to run through all those people just to get back to that uh, that boss fight. It's annoying.
1: Well, yeah, that's... Yeah, I agree um, that no, there's a couple like that, but that's pretty much a standard in, in most of the other games, anyway, which is nice that they didn't do it too often in this one.
2: They have to. If you got the side of grace that's like near the end of the the castle you just jump onto the elevator that's right there i mean
0: yeah there's still still some guys that shoot at you when you're trying to go like the easiest way to start is to get to what i found is you go to the very entrance side of grace and then you take that path uh where there's no uh enemies but if you go to the earlier side of grace each way you go there's like uh monsters that spawn
1: i'm pretty good at running past shit, so i mean it's annoying that you To me, it's not the enemies that bother me. It's the extra 10 seconds i got to take to get to something. But, I mean, I didn't die to him that much. He was the last boss that I fought straight up, I think, before I uh, switched around. Oh. And he seemed like he was a bitch at first because you had those three other enemies, but then you take out the quick one right off the get-go and then wear down the, um, the other, take the other one down after. That's what my strategy was.
2: And he just kept fucking me up with his lightning kicks and shit, and I was like, I'm
1: done. I uh, I even tried this. So I was ha- the first couple of de- deaths. I was having a hard time with the second phase, where he starts goes into lightning mode or whatever. So I was actually kept the slow knight alive, I was trying to wear him down. I was like, oh okay, maybe because if you he won't he'll change immediately if you kill both his knights. But once you get him down to, uh halfway, he changes in the second phase no matter what. And then you're dealing with him and fucking lightning phase in another night. So it didn't really work out.
2: I don't imagine it would, because that's some fucked up shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Somebody want to talk about, like, how traversal works? I know we kind of talked about the horse already, but, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I jumped in.
1: You, uh, and this... The way Traverse works is this so they have bonfires, they have what they call sights of grace, which there is yeah. there's plenty of them in this game, so I think to make fast traveling really easy. Um and then you have horse or foot. When you go into like your the dungeon areas, either it's the legacy dungeons or the catacombs or the uh caverns, you that's the only time you can't be on horse, right?
2: Um, also, when you're doing uh, uh, co-op yeah. or being invaded, I think.
1: And the little the little arena things, you can't use a horse. Yeah. But other than that, you can just traverse around, and I think that I understand you can pretty much uh, roam the whole game off the get go. Um, other than the Iceland, is that true? Uh, yeah, you can I'm skip sure. market, right? If you yeah, want,
2: to. you can skip everything. Pretty much.
1: Run around and collect map pieces.
2: Like, I think you can just skip all the demigods, go straight to the capital if you fight that lava worm dude, and yeah, like fight Godfrey's ghost or whatever, and then fight Morgoth, and uh, then go straight to the, the the ice mountain place.
1: So you don't have to fight uh... Vanilla or whatever you can. Those are the only two you have to fight.
2: Uh, I think so. Okay. Unless you're cheating, like in doing skips and stuff.
1: Oh yeah, well that's bullshit, but that doesn't count. Yeah, yeah.
2: But I don't know. You might you might have to fight some demigods. I'm not 100 percent sure like how how it all works because I just fought everything.
1: Um, and then you can always go back to the. Uh... What's, it, what's it, the Knights of the... What the hell is the, the main hub called in this game? Roundtable Hold? Yeah. Which, I think... I... Was it... I'm trying to remember. I think I was having a hard time remembering how to get back there when I first started playing the game. Because you had to pull... Yeah, I think I asked in the chat. You had to pull the map all the way out to get to it, right?
2: Yeah, because it's in the bottom left, and they don't show <laughs> yeah. that shit. I
1: was like, how the fuck do I get back here? And I, just think, I didn't know I would tell towards the end that you could kind of like scroll through the Graces in each section.
0: Yeah, if you hit Triangle uh, on the map, it'll bring up the sites of Grace and you just like pick which one you want to go to. Yeah, I was like going
1: skate, scrolling over the map trying to go to different ones.
0: Um, also, uh, there's a day-night cycle too where there's some monsters that only show up at night uh, that sucks. so that's also a thing
1: that happens. Which is the first for day-night, I believe. I don't, does Sekiro have day and night?
2: I don't think so.
1: I don't think so either. But I don't think it really makes any difference other than uh, enemies, I guess.
0: Uh, I don't know if they can find other items at night than day. Maybe that's a thing, too. I'm not sure on that.
1: No, I first of all, there's some kind of bullshit going on behind the scenes that no one knows about, but I'm just yeah, it, just, it doesn't really
0: make that much difference, just harder to the sea. and then, the, yeah, there's some, like, Wraiths or some shit that show up, uh, only at night, so, uh it is. but yeah, other than the horse and, and walking, I mean, there's, like, like you said, the sites of Greece you can fast travel to for traversal. Which are convenient as hell, um. In this game. Yeah, the fast travel works pretty pretty decent, so it's I like that. I mean, it's not too hard to get it back to anywhere you want to go. So. And playing on was it, Nick? You played on PS4, right? Or did you play on PS5? Yeah,
1: I played PS4. Was the load times bad?
2: Uh, not at all. Like there was never loading once you're in the game, and it didn't take that long to start the game up.
1: Oh, sweet. Yeah, because I remember while I was playing Demon's Souls, I'm like, damn, these load times are so fast and the Elder Ring, they were so fucking fast, so... Like, I used to dread the lot times on the older games. Especially when you fucking die and you know, look at that fucking screen for two fucking minutes.
0: Yeah, I feel like I'm spoiled on PS5 because I don't even know what a load time is anymore.
2: So. Well, we're in the future, boys. <laughs> um... um... Is there anything else that
0: we're forgetting about? I think that's basically it for gameplay. Um, does not re- I guess there are shops, like, you can get go to uh, the little, like, merchants around the area, like, around the world. Uh, they sell, like, you know, little
1: things. Um, I really feel like in this game they really sold anything useful. I guess they rely on crafting for a lot of shit.
0: Yeah, they sell the one crafting mat you might want. Um, also, there's a... So anytime, like, an NPC that sells something dies, they, they have these things called bells that you can take to the, the hold and you give them to... to a, the house the hus or whatever. And So that way, that shop is always available to you. So what some people uh, do is uh, kill all the shopkeepers and... Um, then use their just take their bells to this, the hold.
1: Does that get you the good stuff, or does that just get you what they sell? Just what they sell. Because I am sort of in the agreement that uh, I feel like the stuff that for like the higher shards and the uh, what's the ghost and glove awards, like a lot of those are. Uh, you really have to go do some exploring to get those. I feel like a lot of those should just be more. Readily in the main line drops. Like I think a couple more. Like the duo one is the one that drops. Uh, I guess like the highest shards, or whatever. But some of that shit, like you gotta do some out of your way exploring to really get. And then if you like, you're missing one bell, you know, like the to buy the shard from whatever from six to ten or whatever. Then you try to upgrade another weapon. You're kind of like, fuck. Now I gotta go try to farm these or look up where the item is. I mean, it wasn't really a problem for me, but I can see how that could be annoying.
2: So like, I especially can do it. when, like, uh, you're trying to, like, we like said earlier, like, try to use a bunch of different weapons to find something you might like more. You're like, well, I guess I'm stuck here.
1: Yeah, like, because it's just, like it's not a problem when you're only using two weapons you don't give a shit but if you're like oh these are all these cool weapons i want to try them out it would be nice to be able just to readily a, a, a bit uh, buy that stuff as you progress in the game which i think that's how the older ones kind of work and then you know like okay yeah it might take me two hours to farm all these uh souls to upgrade that stuff but i don't really feel like i'm being like shorted or whatever Same with like the 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 uh, summonings for the ashes or whatever. Like a lot of those things, like you can easily miss like a a, a bell, or whatever, to upgrade them. I guess. But that, which, uh, that was having that problem towards the end when I actually started using uh, a couple of them. I'm like, goddamn. I'm like, I'm like missing like wart Seven or some shit like that. And I fucking like, goddamn. Now I gotta go look up where the bell is in some random dungeon. Yeah, all the mines and glow wards, like, as you progress
0: through the game, there's usually one dungeon, one of those, like, per area, where you get the upgrades.
1: Yeah. That's just, it's not, it wasn't really a huge complaint for me, but I can see how that can somewhat be annoying for some people. But yeah, it's like, you can buy those later, uh, once you find the,
0: like you said, you find the bells for them. Yeah.
1: Which, there's... Dude, all the, did you guys fuck with all the people on in the in the hold or whatever? Because i really only talked to the hus and then the um, the two other people. Yeah. I didn't really go going around in that area that much. I did most of those side quests. They weren't that like, who's, the, who's the bitch that like, you wants you to hold her or you, she holds you? Like, is she like story relevant? Uh, yeah, there's
0: like,
2: yeah.
0: I mean, I think there's an ending you get uh, for doing her stuff. It's a different ending but basically you have to go through this whole underground area and you get to her and you fight this like uh i think it's a trophy boss uh and the look dragon yeah and you can either like kill her or let her live or basically if you give like the armor to the dude's brother he kills her or she just like keeps giving you those like uh hug things that you get i guess but
1: I didn't really fuck with her. There's
0: a storyline where she leaves and you find her and she like tries to kill you (laughs) with like some, she summons some people to to fight you that she killed. So it's kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean I just, I played the game so fucking quick I didn't really have the patience to fuck around with a lot of the quest lines and stories and stuff. Well, I guess that's it for gameplay.
2: Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, we already talked about our likes and dislikes, so... I guess, uh, rate it.
1: Alright, who's rating first? I'll go first. I'll give it a 5. Alright, I'm getting a 5 as well. Uh, I'll give it a 4. God damn it, KJ. You've... What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I knew you were going to give it a 5.
0: Uh, it's not like a perfect game for me. It's, it's not like, this is my, my opinion, it's just not, uh, it's, it's a really hard game and the, there's some things that are just annoying that they could, you know, make it a little bit, I guess, less hardcore if you want to call it that, but, um, it's just a lot of, there's a lot of things that stress you out or are annoying that, you know, when I'm playing a game like this or playing a game, I kind of want more relaxed, so, I mean, I get it. I mean, it's a good game if it's what you're looking for. It's it's a five for some people, but for me, I recognize that it's quality, the gameplay is amazing, but there's a lot of annoyances that add up after a while, so that's why it's a four for me.
1: I mean, that's fair. I mean, I'm not saying it's a five because I think it's perfect uh, gameplay, but to me, there's what From does, there's nothing like it. And when I'm done with the game, it's almost like a depression, like... Uh, I was playing Judgment afterwards, which the story is cool, but I'm like, okay, here's button-mashing fucking mindless bullshit over, like, it's just, it's, it takes a while for me to, like, get over gameplay like that to, like, it's just, like, I feed on. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, uh, no. they're perfect at what
0: they do, it's just uh, the things that they, the nuances and the stuff that they put in the game uh, for difficulty purposes or whatever... I'm just not a fan of that kind of stuff, I guess.
2: Fair. It's definitely, it's definitely an acquired taste. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, uh, first musical break is, as tradition, the main theme as picked by Brent. <laughs> Brent's Ghost. Brent's Ghost. Forever picking the main theme. I'm gonna kind of make this quick because I'm fucking tired. So I'm gonna go to bed after this. I'll probably just like rate everything else real quick too and then like leave it to you guys because I'm fucking tired of shit. Uh, so this is gonna be a very quick rundown of the story. Uh, if you really want to go balls deep into this, like there's plenty of people that get paid thousands of fucking dollars a month. to to give you the lore of from software games so fucking go all about go look them up if you really 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 want to know but essentially uh, the game opens with this cutscene that talks about a bunch of like people that are tarnished who are coming back to life and returning to the the lands between and uh, you are one of them they talk about there's like six or seven famous ones Uh, like uh, God. what the hell's his name the fucking all hearing. Go- God damn it! The fuck. Uh, who are we talking about? The stupid motherfucker that as that, roundtable hold, who's like the the leader and like he has the the daughter who he sends out that killed people for him. His name is it's another fucking G name. It's like, it's not, it's not Godwin or something. Is it Godwin? I think it, I think it
1: is Godwin actually. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, and then, yeah, like, people like the fucking loathsome dung eater, and shit, and all kinds of fucked up dudes. Uh, even the, uh, the girl that sleeps, that gives you a hug, she's like, was originally like some kind of, like, corpse concubine chick who would, like, lay with dead people. And stuff. And, uh, yeah, so you find out, um, that you are a-tarnished, you wake up from, like, your crypt, or whatever the fuck uh, it is, and you uh, proceed to get your ass beat by the first tutorial boss thing, which is like you're expected to die to in every From Software game. And uh, then you go through a tutorial, uh, you go up this big elevator, and you're in the world. And like the first guy you see is some d- asshole in white who's like, You're a maidenless loser, go kill yourself. And uh, you get told that there's some like. Uh, grace points that will point you into the direction you need to go and you can follow them um, and then after like your third side of grace you interact with uh, oh the first one you interact with I think Millennia shows up and she like says like some cryptic shit to you and then leaves and then like the third one you go to she shows up again and gives you the whistle to call torrent and says she'll be your maiden because you don't have one and you need one to become the Elden Lord um, And then from that point on, you just kind of like. You get told you gotta kill all the demigods and get their uh, great ruins. And uh, then bring them all to the Elden Tree and become the Elden Lord. And so you go around killing the shit.
1: Margit and Morgott
2: are. Uh, one's just like a hollow
1: graph of the other,
2: right? Uh. Yeah, so like when you're walking up to the capital, if you go a certain way, uh, he'll come. He'll spawn again. Like you'll see him take over the body of like some random dude. Like, so I think the first when you fight Market, it's that same thing. He took over some random guy's body, and he and it's kind of like a projection, but it's also I guess like a possession. Um, see, so that's what you kill, and then when you fight him proper uh, in the capital. Like, you actually fight him and kill him.
1: Piece of shit, yeah. Okay, I wasn't... The first Because he only runs away and, like, says some stupid shit in Margaret, right? Like, oh, something... I don't know what the fuck he says, but... He uh, says something like, you're a fucking piece of shit tarnished
2: and you don't deserve to go to the Elden, the Elden tree because uh, only you don't have grace and other people with the grace deserve to be that... Like have or we'll that or whatever. we see that world. that got him. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I guess there's a couple things I can like briefly kind of mention. Like this world had grace in it before, and then uh, certain people lost their grace, and they are who are the tarnished. Are um, and so like the Elden Ring and the the great Elden Tree. Is it the Elden Tree? I can't fucking remember what the hell it's called. There's uh, like the, the Hallig tree, which is the Michaela's tree. But I can't remember if it's called the Elden tree. Er, the Ur tree. Ur tree, yeah. Ur tree, you can find like,
1: those stupid-ass things around it.
2: Yeah. Uh, the Ur tree. Yeah, so the Ur tree is like this giant golden tree. And, like, technically, appar- apparently according to like the lore, if you deep dive into it, it's actually like more like a parasite. And there used to be a tree that you could find in deep root depths. That was there before, but it got, like, cut down, and then the earth trees roots were, like, spread throughout the, the land, and it kind of... Uh, because of the way the Elden Ring works, there's no more death, because uh, death was taken out of the Elden Ring, so people don't die, and instead, like, their bodies end up at the base of the roots of the Ur-Tree, and it, like, they kind of slowly decay, and I guess it absorbs their life energy, and that's how it stays vibrant and golden and shit uh, so yeah like you got that stuff going on and then like you have a bunch of demigods who have their own motivations for power and before all this it was like the whole world state happened like the world was ruled by America who uh, had the Elden Ring which is like a bunch of runes that determine like the pretty much the physics of the world or, like the laws of things how things happen um she married some guy named Horolo and used him to fight a bunch of wars and when she got tired of him she's like you're useless now because there's nothing for you to fight so I'm taking your grace away so he became the first tarnished and all the other people that were tarnished alongside him were exiled from the lands between um and then sometime during all this uh some guy named Redigon Married Renala and had some kids. Uh, And then there's also the kids between America and Horolo, who became Godfrey when he became Elden Lord by marrying America. So they're all like demigod kids. And then when Horolo got kicked out, uh, America decided to marry Radagon. So Radagon left Renala. And then they had like three more kids, uh, which are. Millennia, Michaela, and fuck, who's the other one? Oh, uh. Starts with the M, I'm sure. Yeah, it's the girl that's your, uh, your maiden. Who has the same fucking name as Millennia, but it's like M- Malina or some shit instead, so whatever. Um. Now, just, be, just uh, so
0: everyone's aware that they don't tell you, like, basically any of this shit, you gotta, like, read it through items or shit.
2: Yeah, like when I said, like you you come up the elevator. You, the first dude you see is some white dude, and he's like, "Yeah, follow the grace." I'm like that's that's it, <laughs> that's all you get. Like you you'll go to bosses, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, fuck you, tarnished," you and then you kill some... them. <laughs> <You laughs> they'll say some bullshit,
0: and like you're like, "What are you? What do you mean?" And then like they start attacking and You're like, uh, "Okay, like I guess I did something bad." So <laughs> I don't know.
2: Yeah. It's uh, it's definitely a very unorthodox method of presenting the narrative, um, but like Kevin said, all, all of the lore is found on items and like, and equipment and like, that's it. Like that's mostly where you get, you know, getting all the lore from. And they talk about like previous events that happened, like previous wars, uh, people's motivations, like why things are the way they are. Uh, so it's uh, almost one of those things where you have to, like, investigate the game itself to learn about what's happening.
1: Did you, do we learn why we fight fucking Loch Ness Monster as Final boss? Is there a reason for that? Uh, yeah, so... Oh god, please don't, it's, it's like
0: 20 minutes of her explaining the shit. Like, I watched that video. Um, No, why is it a
1: dragon,
2: though? can Can you simplify that part? I don't know that they explain why it's like a dragon looking thing except that it's presumably uh, like a form that's powerful because before the Elden Ring was there and the Earth Tree was there, uh, the dragons ruled the land and somehow uh, Placidulex or whatever the fuck his name is, Dragonlord Placidulex, uh, which is like an optional boss you could fight, was an Elden Lord. Uh, so, something happened to all the dragons. They all got killed. Um, and, like, a lot of what is happening in this world is from, like, it's technically aliens or, like, outer gods um, that have designs for this world for some reason. There's, like, at least three that we know of. There's the one that's responsible for the Elden Ring, which is the Greater Will. There's uh, the one, whatever Mog, the Lord of Blood, is worshipping, to, like, when he's trying to convert Mikela into his. Uh, husband, wife thing, whatever the fuck you, his, his consort. Did so he become Elden Ring uh, or, or Elden Lord? And then Ranni has uh, some connection to some outer god that has to do with the moon. So there's at least three. Uh, and so no, I don't know exactly why the Elden Beast takes the form of a dragon, other than it was presumably because they were the strongest creatures on the on the on, in the world or whatever. Um, yeah, that's wow. that.
1: So, that's the reasoning for having shitty ass last balls,
2: possibly. Like, like I said, like most people would probably check out like video or whatever for lore, but there's other lore channels too if you give a shit. Uh, but just be prepared to spend hours listening to people talk about stuff and putting their own spin on it because nothing's like actually explained, so it's all up left to interpretation,
1: yeah kind of got that with uh dark souls when i was going down the um rabbit hole of that a little bit like the fan theory is like they don't smoke doesn't like ornstein and that's why if you kill uh ornstein first smoke's kind of like a bitch and like kind of smashes him in the face because he was not allowed in the guard so he hates him who knows if that's true but that's like their the whole theory which i'm sure there's a ton of that for everything
2: Wait, like I'm sure there's stuff that kinda of like hints towards stuff, but nothing is ever overtly stated. Right. So it's all conjecture, it's all subjective for the most part, and like the narrative can be whatever you want it to be, uh, within reason. Like there are bounds, obviously, like they have a framework and but like we said, it's not really explained. It's all kind of given away bits and pieces through item descriptions. And uh even when you alter equipment, which I guess we never talked about because it's such a fucking <laughs> it's a worthless feature. But you can take capes off of stuff and when you do it changes the item description, so it'll give you a little bit more information. Um really? but yeah, I mean that's dumb as fuck. <laughs> that's the story, man. Like I mean, it's like like I said, you wake up, uh you're a corpse, you wake up or whatever, and you're alive and you can't die and you want to become Elden Ring. That's our Elden Lord, that's the that's the plot. All right. Uh, so, that being said, I'd probably give the, the story a three. <laughs>
1: Ugh. Yeah, I'm going to give it a three, because I don't, like, really give a shit about the story. I didn't ever give a shit about the story in any of their games, but there is a lot there if you choose to take it in. So. I'm, yeah. I'm going to give
2: it It's like yeah, a I very... Think... What's that? Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just say, it's like a very, like, surface-level kind of thing, at like, on first glimpse, but... It, you get more out of it the more you're willing to invest in it or whatever and then also you have like the community that you can struggle drink each other about like right. who wears panties or whatever like
1: and i can respect them uh not putting like this game had the hype and all that i respect them not putting story into this game because that's not what most of it came here for they tried it with sakura it was fine it wasn't that great of a story i mean i guess it's fine but like no one was playing these games for the fucking story you're like The lore is there, cool. You can look into it, but like, it's great to be able to hear cutscene from cutscene every fucking time we go somewhere. You just play the fucking game, which is what the fans fans want. Well, like, so for comparison's sake,
2: we're also playing Triangle Strategy, and like, I'm like four and a half hours in now, and I've done three or three story battles, and those have taken me like maybe 20 minutes each. So it means I've had like three hours of just reading text, which I'm fine with. Because I don't mind it. The story is not bad, uh, but for comparison's sake, you you spend you spend like I don't know an hour total looking at cutscenes, and you can skip them and shit too if you really wanted to, because they don't really provide anything. And they're like only just like before you fight a boss, they're like, "Hey, I'm gonna kick your fucking ass now." Here's like a minute long cutscene about how strong I am.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, I just like the, the, they just, the, the story, like, I just want to play the fucking game. That's what I want to do. I don't really give a fuck about the story. If I do, then I'll explore the story on my own time, but when I'm playing the game, I just want to play the fucking game and be immersed in the game. <laughs> so, I give it a three. Uh, I'm not going to be as
0: generous as you guys. I'm giving it one and a half. Story's garbage. Uh, even, even when you look into it, like, when you've, like, I watch those videos and, like, it's so convoluted and contrived it's just like one whole god is based on another god and then she fucks herself and all this other bullshit so it's all dumb to me and I'm like uh, yeah it sucks the story there's not like you said you're not here for the story but the story to me is not even good when you look into it so uh like 1.5 is what I'm giving it (sighs) well you're wrong but alright yes we, (laughs) we will allow it we will allow it that's fine, I can. All right. I'll be wrong. I don't give a fuck. It. I hate story. I was like, bored as fuck listening to and watching all of it, so I just stopped. So.
2: Well, I mean, like, you you prefer things like uh, Trails in the Sky or whatever, where it's like nothing but buddy buddy friendship. That's that's uh, all fuck-rean shit. So. No, that's Trails of Cold Steel. Well, that's what I meant. Trails. Oh, I'm like, like, I'm, I'm I not Trails too, but the Sky's is so what? About to fall asleep. So my bad. <laughs> That's fine. Um, was pushed to these last few segments. Uh, all right. So musical break number two uh, is my pick. It is called Recusants, and it is the invasion music that plays when uh you are invading with the Recusants finger, as opposed to the bloody finger. And uh, I picked it because it sounds a lot more menacing than the other one. Uh, as a whole. I guess we'll kind of talk, talk, I'll talk about it really, really briefly, my opinion on the music, but uh, most of it's just really like, environmental and atmospheric. Not really my cup of tea. uh, But the song is pretty cool. So So we've uh, left is visuals, music, voice acting, overall experience, replayability, extra content. So uh, I'm just gonna give my opinion on all that shit real quick, and then get the fuck out of here, and y'all can like go more in depth on it. Okay. Uh, visuals are fantastic, in my opinion. Uh, so I'm giving that a five. Like, uh, it's not like the most graphically fidelity, whatever fuck shit. Like, I don't understand why people were saying it looks like a PS3 game. Because they're smoking crack or something. Yes, haters uh, there. But uh, it like it it looks great. Like I've never like I had Pop in on the PS4, but like I don't really give a shit about that. Um, like all the character designs are pretty cool. The monster designs are always are as great as usual. Uh, lots of like menacing, uh, like fucked up, disturbing shit, which I'm all about. Uh, we can definitely see where they get a lot of their inspiration from, and like Berserk and uh, like other like horror, uh, and dark fantasy media. Uh, So I'm all about that. Uh, Music, voice acting. There's like five composers for the whole soundtrack. Uh, Tsukasa Saito, Shoei Miyazawa, Yoshimi Kudo, Yuka Kitamura, and Tai Tomisawa. Apparently Yuki or Yuka Kinomura did the soundtrack for like Dark Souls 3 and I think maybe Sekiro and stuff. So I guess I don't know when they kicked off Sakuraba, but I guess they did a while back. Um, for me, the voice acting uh, was pretty good. Uh, so that brings the score up. But like I said before, music is mainly like atmospheric. Uh, like I listened to the soundtrack and I was like, wow, I don't remember any of this fucking music. So, yeah. uh, for me, I'd probably give this like a three and a half, uh, just because like when you're playing it, like it, the music's there and like nothing's grating to the ears. It's all pretty high production, like a lot of orchestral stuff, a lot of chanting, which I'm all about. Um, and like, uh, it's, it does very well to craft the atmosphere, uh, and help with immersion, but, uh, like as like a s- song, like it. Almost every song on the soundtrack was not really my cup of tea. So, 3.5. Um, overall experience. Uh, as Brent would say, expectations versus reality. Uh, I played this pretty much nonstop for a week and a half until I fucking beat it. It was like 120-something hours, so 5. Uh, I'd give it a 10 if I fucking could, because it was phenomenal. Best game I've played in a while. Um... I don't know what else there's to be said about that. I don't know that I was expecting... Like, I wasn't on the hype train. I wasn't expecting a whole lot. I was like, all right, another FromSoft game. I love FromSoft games. Uh, then I played it, and I had a direction the whole time, almost. Like, it was really good. Just my cup of tea. Uh, probably Travis is going to rate it pretty high, too. Uh, sorry, you didn't fucking like it, Kevin, but, you know, can't win them all. Are you going to rate re- re- replayability?
1: Or are you going to
2: do that quick? Uh, yeah, I'm going to do that one real quick, and then uh, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. So, okay. uh, replayability, extra content. Not really a lot of extra content, unless you just don't fucking look at everything in the first like playthrough. But, uh, on the other hand, if you do, uh, in the first playthrough, you could just go through New Game Plus. New Game Plus up to 7, I think, uh, it has been the norm for, I think, since Demon Souls. Or yeah. maybe it started yeah. with Dark Souls. Uh, and, like, the game just gets harder and harder and harder each time you go, but presumably you're leveling up as well, unless you're a fucking masochist. Which, like, hey, yeah, you do your own thing, but, uh, I don't understand why you do that to yourself. Uh, so, I mean, I guess I'd give it a three, because for me, personally, like, I seek things that are, like, new experiences, uh, on a new playthrough, and this one really doesn't offer that much, unless you change your build, which I guess is entirely possible. Uh, Like, you can have a plethora of builds. Like, you can do all kinds of different shit. Do, like, strength build one time, dex build another time, magic. Uh, Like, an int build, a faith build. You can do hybrid builds. Uh, You can do whatever the fuck you want. I mean, I guess I'll revise that to a three and a half. uh, Because, like, there's lots of options on other, like, playthroughs, but at the same time, like, if you play through it once, the that, like, new experience like Sheen is gone, and you kind of know what you're getting into. So... Uh... for me, it's not, like, as fun playing through these games again, because it's not like a, a novel experience anymore. I'm not, like, experiencing something new around every corner. I kind of already know what's happening, and it's more just getting through the, prog- the process at that point, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and, uh, on that note since I'm about to fucking fall asleep. Uh, thanks for listening to me, and I hope uh, you guys enjoy what Kevin and Travis have to say. So, see ya.
0: All right, later, Nick. Later. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> well, do you want to go with what you thought on... Uh, what was the visuals? Music. Oh, music. Are your visuals. Um,
1: Wait, hold on, I'll give the visuals a four and a half. I, uh, I like the whole dark, fantasy, gothic look. I know they're not going for fucking Last of Us, Ghost of Tsushima-style graphics, but I mean, that's just not what they do. They put all their money and time into the gameplay and shit, So, uh, but I mean, I like most of the boss designs and the enemy designs, and the world I thought was pretty damn cool looking, so yeah, I'll give it a four and a half. I'm going to
0: give it a five as well as uh, Nick did. I thought it looked really, really great. The graphics looked good. The... You know the animations um like you said the bosses were all unique looking and cool looking uh even like some of the sub bosses you know they had a cool look to them i think it's cool that like basically any armor or you know that you see in the game like you can uh, like you can definitely get one like somehow like basically like um in the beginning, I just kept fighting, like, the some of these knights to get their all their armor because it's, like, a rare drop, you know? Yeah. So I would get that to kind of... Not because I want their look, but because their armor is good. But, like, basically, if you see something on someone, even, like, Melania, you can get her armor and stuff. So like, a lot of the a lot of the bosses, you can get their armor, too. So... Or at least a version of it. But I think that's pretty cool. So I like that. Um, but, yeah, I like, the, the... You know, the trees and grass, everything looks real... Uh, it looks really good. So, I thought it was, I mean, they did a really good job. Um, I guess give
1: mine a fucking five. There's a reason to give it four and a half. There's nothing wrong with it, and I love it. So, yeah, yeah I'll I mean, give it there, five.
0: There's not much you can really say negative about the way things look. I
1: mean, in my opinion, I think it looks... Uh, I'll, I'll just give it a four and a half because there are games now that just are graphically just look... Better just you know, for fidelity and looks and all that. But I guess it's, everything in there I still love. And there's games that probably look better, but I don't like better as far as art style. So I'll go with the five. Yeah, yeah, they did really, they really did a good job on that. And
0: like, I mean, for being open world, it's not like laggy as fuck as like you know Bethesda games or like yeah. It's not like, and this can kind of go off gameplay too, I guess. But it's not like. Bugginess, you know what I mean? Like, you like you play any kind of like uh, Skyrim, you know, and there's fucking bugs every fucking five feet. And in this game, it's like I don't think I've really maybe maybe once like a clipping bug or something like that, but nothing like game breaking. Yeah.
1: Or, you yeah, know. it's cool when you're like on the world or whatever, walking, you like see shit off in the distance or whatever, and you just like keep running up on it and shit, like.
0: Yeah, but. I mean, for as big as this game is, like, and there's no loading, you know, when you're going through the world, you know.
1: Like, yeah, it's fucking awesome. It's not like
0: Fog of War and shit where <laughs> you have to like yeah. you, you can't see like ten feet in front of you, bullshit. So <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and fucking like two hour fucking load times to when you fucking fast travel in that game. Oh, f- oh yeah, oh god, I forgot about that. <laughs> I was gonna, I'll say an overall, but uh, this is. This is like what the this game is what Skyrim wish it could be, you know what I mean? Like how good it is. So I've never played
1: Skyrim, I've only played Oblivion. I didn't really make it too far out of like first few hours, so I can't judge it, but I, I don't like that style of game anyway, so
0: I mean, yeah, there's similarities, but there's not at the same time, so Uh anything else you want to add on visuals? Uh no, I think we're good. All right, let's well, move on to music slash voice acting. Um, well, Nick gave it a three and a half. I'm going to give it a three. Like like he was saying, there's not, like, anything that really stood out to me. Like, that was a great, like, musical, like, thing that happened. But, um, and also, like, the, the little voice acting that they did have was really good. So, um, it wasn't there's nothing that I can really like, say that was bad, but I can't really say there's anything that was great,
1: I guess. What about you? Uh, I'm going to give you the three with you. They've always had similar style music in the other games, um, but I felt like the music was better in the other games, especially the boss teams. Like, I was into some of the boss teams. There's so many fucking bosses here, but, like, the main boss teams, I don't think any of them were really that stand out. I mean, they're, they're fine, but... There's a lot of ones in the older games that I just thought were pretty awesome. So, judging on their previous uh, games in music, I'm going to go ahead and give it a three. Voice acting was fine.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's like, what, maybe 20 minutes worth of voice acting in this game? (laughs) Yeah, there's not. There's not a lot. Just like whatever bosses say a little shit. Uh, Yeah,
1: and then you get like the first three minute speech at the beginning. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. Um.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> music voice. Um, not yeah. Not much uh, really has to say. Do you have anything else you want to add? Nah, no. All right, uh, that brings us to the third music break, um, which is my pick, which is the final battle. Uh, I don't even remember why I picked this. I just, must have been like something that like the one song that stood out to me because. I put it in the, the Google Doc, like, as soon as I heard it, so... Um,
1: Is it for the uh, Lord or the guy
0: before that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I think I remember liking one of those, two. I but... think it's the, the... Not the dragon one you're talking about, but that guy before. Yeah, sort of the R. Uh, yeah, I think that's the one I like quite a bit. So, it was pretty good, and I was like, oh, okay. I... It, I was like, that's, you know, how I usually gauge like my, the song I pick. It's like the one that like I hear that like I remember. So, uh, that's why I picked this one. Uh, so here it is. The final battle. Final battle. Uh, sorry, everyone was expecting kind of a, like a longer uh, podcast. Uh, we're already on overall, and we're only like two and a half hours in. But I think the meat of it was the gameplay, which was like two hours of talking. So I think we covered
1: the the meat. There wasn't really part. much else to really, you know, we could have bullshitted about some other stuff at the end. But I mean, he had to, go to sleep, so whatever. Well, generally- it's, we, we,
0: yeah, generally when we do these uh, reviews, there's a lot of story to talk about, and really this game's story, there wasn't much, and like, like I was saying earlier, there's just not a lot. Even when you look into it, like it's just all surface level stuff, like,
1: or like you it's not really re- worth explaining in depth. someone really cares, they can just watch the lore videos. Because yeah. I mean, and I tried to like,
0: uh,
1: watch it, and I just didn't care. I was like. I don't know. Just, I'm sure I would find it interesting, but I don't give a shit enough to watch it because that's not why I play these yeah. games. So,
0: well, yeah. And I think it has the problem that I think all like, uh, create your own character, like silent protagonist games have, like, I just don't get that drawn into the story because your character doesn't talk, you know, he doesn't have a
1: personality. I guess. Yeah, to- I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Um, for, for, especially on the Western side of RPGs. I mean, I think there's some, uh, JRPGs can do it well with silent protagonists, like a Tsukiden or something like that. but uh, Yeah, but you have to ha- have like,
0: everyone else around you like talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most and
1: these things. games, it's kind of like, yeah, it's just not working.
0: Where, like, your main character is, like, supposed to be, <laughs> like, you know, the next god, but he n- has no charisma and doesn't talk. You know, like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, most Legion...
1: Yeah, most, most Witcher are... 3 works great because there is an established character who has personality and everything, so...
0: Yeah, and I feel like the games where, like where you have a character that is developed and you, you have, you're you going through the journey, you know, like the, you're going through the struggle with that character and the, the, through the ups and downs, like that you get, you know, more intellectually and emotionally involved in the story. Uh, whereas this, you're like, this is just game. I'm playing this for the game. Yeah, the struggle is trying to beat the game. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, I think there's gonna be people that don't care about story in games like this is the perfect game for you this is like a your your game of the year the game of the decade type game you know but for people that want a little bit more um you want something to like stimulate your brain uh besides like trying to figure out how to beat this boss like you want to care while you're fighting this boss you know that that makes it uh more valuable to me like i want to beat this guy because he's like been antagonizing me this whole story i finally get to fucking kill this guy or you know he beat me a bunch of times or i get close and, you know all those kind of things go into like you finally beat him and you get that satisfaction whereas uh kind of this game it's like you just go and boss to boss and your satisfaction is like you do die a lot and finally is the challenge yeah, itself it's a challenge itself so I'm not taking anything away from this game because the story is not there. Um, I'm gonna give it a four. I'm not. It's not a bad game. It's a great game. It's just uh, like for me, like when you get through the when you get to the really frustrating parts, it's hard to like have re- have a reason to keep going because uh, there's no story. It's just self like you know motivation because you want to beat this game or beat this guy.
1: You know what I mean. What about you? Uh, I'm gonna give it a five. I mean, obviously, I fucking would. I beat it, in, I think I beat it in less than a week or yeah, within you... a week. <laughs> you know, averaging two hours a day, I could not stop fucking playing it. Like my wife was so fucking glad when I beat the game because I was like a fucking zombie. Um, yeah, I actually took my fucking PlayStation 5 to work uh, and was playing it. My boss said whatever, and I was like, of course I, I wasn't going to do it. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be glued into this fucking game at work, but. Once I started playing it, I was like, whatever, I don't fucking care. So I would even... I just take it to work, like, take, like, an hour or two nap, come back home, play it, maybe take another little nap, take it back to work. I did that pretty much the whole fucking week. To the point where I just felt like a fucking zombie. But yeah. I love pretty much every minute of the game, uh, so I can't not give it a five. And Yeah, and like it, I said, if you like this type of game, it's, like, a
0: perfect game. You know what I mean? But just for me... Uh, it's not my type of game, and I respect it, and I understand it. Uh, I'm not taking anything away. It's just if if this if you want story in your RPG, uh, and high difficulty game, it's probably not for you. You know, it's more like it's a, really a challenge to yourself to to do this game. So. I'm glad I did it. You know, it's one of those things I had never done before. I'm glad I finished it and I went through it and I went through it. And I know, you know, it's like another thing. I, it's like I not, I'm know i not afraid of it anymore. I'm not like hesitant. I know what it is. And if I do it again, I'm like going to be better at it. But, you know, it's not something I'm like, I will look forward to the next one. I'll If you guys want to do the next one, I'll do it. But it's not like something I'm excited about, I guess.
1: Right. I mean, it's fair. I mean,
0: I get it. I'm not going to rip it like some people like I hate when people like hate it just because it's different and it's not their thing it's not I'm not hating on it you know it's just I just I'm not it's not a fan I'm not like a fan of this type of game style so
1: Well yeah I mean I'm surprised that you enjoyed it as much as you did I kind of didn't think you were going to like it at all but
0: Well yeah I just tried to think about it like why do people like it and I'm like okay like like I said there's some like I like the exploring aspects of it where you're like searching and I just hate like the uh, the other thing I didn't like is you know the lack of direction. Like I like a little bit of direction. It's like this is like the most minimal direction is like some yellow arrows on the on the world map. You know.
1: Yeah, I mean, which is more than you've ever gotten, but the other ones are also uh, more like Metrovania three D layout where there's certain paths you can go. Yeah. Where this is pretty much like, uh, where you start off the game, you can go fucking five directions, and <laughs> wherever the fuck you end up, who knows. Unless you just follow, like, that yellow... But if you do um,
0: that, then you're going to be
1: under-leveled,
0: and you're going to get your ass kicked, <laughs> too. Yeah, which is,
1: I mean, which is what I did, not intentionally. I was intentionally following those arrows. I just kind of went where I went, and yeah, so... They do expect you to explore, which is... It's, it's a huge fucking game, so...
0: Yeah, and like I said before, it's definitely the game Skyrim wishes it could be with that open world where there's no loading and it's not like, I don't know, it, it's not broken, you know. Every, you're not getting stuck in walls or anything bullshit like that, so... They yeah, I mean, I haven't played Breath of the Wild, I
1: don't know if you have, but I mean, apparently they took some inspiration with that, with its design. Which I, I have not played Breath of the Wild either, so I guess I can't
0: say test of to that, but... Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a great game, so anybody, I mean, maybe if you, like I said, if you're like me and you're not sure or you you need some more story to kind of pull you through, maybe wait till this game gets game of the year, $20 edition or whatever, uh, to, yeah. to buy
1: it. I mean, I definitely think it's a good place to start for the series, because the, 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 things are a little bit more explained. I think it is a little bit more player-friendly, Um, you can kind of go anywhere, kind of situations like that you have the uh ashes for summoning and stuff yeah. like that so uh, if you've already played other front games and loved them you probably already played the game but if you're kind of on the fence then i think it's worth playing if you kind of want a challenging game
0: yeah just go into it knowing you're gonna die a lot and there's gonna be a lot of struggles
1: which is fine i mean everybody fucking dies <laughs> yeah
0: so <laughs> yeah it's but uh, if you're not into that, I would not touch it. <laughs> like, because you will bounce real hard off of the. Stage. Yeah, there's
1: there's there's no other reason to to play it if you're not in the mood for a challenge. It's just not even worth your time because there's no story. Yeah. And the exploring is fine, but even the exploring comes with
0: challenge. Yeah, because you'll pop like a fucking uh, crab will pop out of the ground and murder you. <laughs> and <pop out. laughs> you're just wandering around, yeah. and boom, you're dead. Or you're you dra- riding your horse along, and then a fucking uh, ice dragon pops up. <laughs> you're like you're like whoa! It's really icy in this. Or there's a lot of uh, storm in this area. And like oh nope, that's just the fucking dragon in front of me. <laughs> I mean that's cool too. Yeah. I like that. That's cool. I mean that I like that. Like that was that's fun stuff. You know. So
1: yeah, I was wondering, just, you know, how they were going to handle this whole open world with the bosses because, like, I guess you noticed, you know the fogs that surround you when you're in, like, the dungeon areas. So I'm like, how are they going to... Which is how pretty much every boss... Well, a lot of times in the older games, you wouldn't see a fog. Like, you go into the room and the fog would go behind you, so you didn't know a boss was coming up. But here, it's like, you can kind of see it, you know? Yeah. Like, coming up on you. So, I was... They handled it well, though. Like, you see that dragon from far away, and you're like, ah. <laughs> yeah. You I don't want to fuck up with this motherfucker. Or sometimes they just pop out of nowhere. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh,
0: or something... Another thing, like, I, I noticed, like... You go to attack like a a regular enemy, and it turns into like a fucking bear or some bullshit. I was like, "What the like? What the hell just happened?" So, I mean, there's like cool surprises. Uh,
1: Yeah, that bear chasing a big bear that chases you in the fucking woods. That motherfucker's crazy. Like he chases you forever. Yeah. Or like, okay, uh, we we didn't really talk about this in gameplay,
0: but there's like some of these treasure chests you open that like just teleport you to a fucking oh yeah side of the map. Like, you're like, and, you know, that's kind of frustrating, too, like, uh, in the beginning of the game, there's, like, this little, uh, like, uh, run-down church thing, and you open this treasure chest, and it takes you to, like, the other side of the map, where you're not even close to ready to fight these guys.
1: (laughs) I didn't do that, but I heard a lot of people complaining about that,
0: which is funny. And you just get your ass kicked until you can find the next side of grace, like, basically you gotta run away from everything and try to find the way out and find the side of grace and not die, and... I mean that's if looking back on it it's kind of funny but like in the moment you're like what the fuck is going on <laughs> so
1: yeah those they have a bullshit moments like that in other games where you're kind of like, at the time you're like fuck these motherfuckers why would you do that but then what do you get past it's like almost like a rite of passage when someone else does it you're kind of like well deal with it motherfucker <laughs> or you try to help them
0: you're like yeah actually if you go down and to the right you can avoid this guy and like every one of your
1: or your dickhead friend, you'd be like, "Hey, go! you go up to that church, And go, that's a good item in that chest."
0: Oh yeah, that reminds me. We didn't cover the, uh, another thing. Is like, if you're playing uh, online, there's like online help. Uh, like little people, people can like write messages on the ground. They can fuck you or help you. Yeah, so they can really help you or they can fuck you. Like a lot of the ones that help you are the ones that say like, "Uh, enemy... hidden wall or hidden wall or enemy around the corner." But a lot of the that... yeah more often than not the hidden wall ones are fake but uh the enemy around the corner ones tend to be true so yeah or there's a lot of
1: fake ones that like jump down here or some
0: shit like that and then the benefit of putting like a message down if someone likes them or dislikes it uh you get like health bonus like in the middle of your battles sometimes
1: so that's good. Which, I played offline, online, online. I, I randomly played all, It is dependent. depends. Early in the game, there were so many messages, it was annoying the fuck out of me. I guess people were just so happy to have a fucking game with messages, because Sekiro didn't. I'm like, god damn it, like, it's taking the inversion now, there's too many fucks out. I took it offline for a while. Oh, yeah.
0: I just, like, chuckle at some of the things people put on there, you know, something kind of like the butthole ones. Look. Yeah, uh, finger butthole,
3: finger
1: I think. Butthole
0: cuz like what you the words you can pick are like limited you can't like just spell anything out you want so uh,
1: yeah it's yeah it's 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 a good system that they've had
0: so yeah that that was kind of interesting uh, where you can get give your, other people kind of hints and stuff and you can summon other pla- like we didn't really talk about like you can summon your friends but i guess the whole system's convoluted and it's kind of annoying to do like,
1: yeah, like, the whole message thing is supposed to kind of, I guess, I assume that is the old throwback to, like, the playground back in the day of, like, Nintendo era, where you're, like, talking to your friends, and like, oh, did you know you could do this? Did you know you could do that? Which is, I assume, is what they're going for, which is cool. Right, like, you were talking about
0: earlier, where you, like, roll into that dude that's a barrel or whatever, or hit the barrel. Yeah. Like, uh there's some writing on the ground there, but I just hit the barrel anyways, and then, but I, you read the barrel, and it's like hit here or something, or attack here or whatever. So, yeah, you know, that kind of helps players. That helps you out throughout the game, so.
1: And I'm sure they know people are going to talk and use all these messages. Otherwise, if you're just playing offline by yourself, it would be so fucking hard to, to figure out any of this shit. You'd have to be fucking writing down fucking journals of, like, how you fucked yourself on this quest, yeah. or, yeah. you know? Because, you like, you can just, like, make save fucking points throughout the game. Like, once something's done, it's done. Yeah.
0: And there's also, like, blood stains uh, that are on, in the game where people have died, so you can kind of see... Uh, how they died. If, yeah, if they fell off the edge, like, you can see them go off the edge. You're like, okay, I guess I can't jump off the ledge. Because yeah. that's one of those things that are kind of... In this game, you don't... They don't really uh, explain, like... Some ledges you can jump off and be fine. Some ledges you just die instantly. And the easy way to tell is if there's a blood stain, usually you can't. Or uh, if you have those like rocks, you know, you can drop those like colored rocks. Yeah. And if it hits, if they break, then you you will die. If it like drops and stays there, then that means that you can jump down there.
1: When there's a part in Dark Souls one, we got three fight us. The one dragon sees or whatever that uh, you have to use that because it's just like <laughs> impossible to tell where the fucking hidden fucking paths are uh,
0: oh yeah there was like a hidden path i found like, a, like there's a couple like invisible bridges and stuff that were kind of cool yeah, there's a lot of like cool unique stuff in this game so they definitely did a really good job uh finding like you know if you're exploring you do get rewarded for some things and it's kind of fun so
1: yeah a lot of the a lot of the shit that you find that's like behind walls, a lot of it is cool shit. Some of it doesn't go to your build, but it's still good shit if it was for your build. Yeah. So yeah, uh,
0: overall, it's a great game. I uh, definitely recommend it if you like this, but I definitely don't recommend it uh, if this kind of game. You know, you get you'll get aggravated easily, or you want a story. It's probably not for you.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Anything else you want to add for overall? huh no, I think I'm good. Okay. Uh, finally, we're gonna to go to replayability, extra content. Um, I think this is kind of like what Nick was saying. Like it's uh, middle of the road. Like you can replay the game seven times, and each time you can uh, do new game plus and do a different build, or uh, you know, there's probably gonna be DLC too, or, or that we're gonna have on that. To, uh, that we haven't uh, they haven't released yet I think they heard that I read something that are going to be DLC, did, did you?
1: Um, I read about Apple Fools, but I'm sure there will be DLC um, other than Sekiro, which they didn't do DLC for which they had more story, they, they've never not done DLC, so I imagine the game sold what, like 12 million in three weeks, there's no way in hell they don't try to uh, okay. give people a little bit more. Yeah, get them back into it and pay a little bit more, yeah, yeah. yeah. And their DLCs are usually pretty fucking good, and they're not asking a ton for it. To it's probably like twenty bucks for, I'm sure, fifteen fucking hours. Of, you know. Yeah. So yeah, the uh, I think
0: it's a three for replayability because you can just keep, you know, playing over and over, and there's a lot to explore. And even after you beat the game, there's probably stuff you missed that you can go back and do. Uh,
1: so yeah, there's definitely a lot here. Yeah, I I would. I'll give it a three. I mean, you can replay with different builds, which is what I ever replay, which I won't, because it's so fucking long. I would do a different build, like a Dex build or a Katana or something like well, that. You
0: run through it the second time and not have to do any of the side stuff. But you can get like you can get all the items and stuff again, so it's kind of worth it to do that. I guess maybe I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I mean, still, I probably would still still take me longer than I would want to replay it just just to experience a different build. I mean, that's cool and all, but. I'm not going to replay it just for that, especially if I did not, you know, not for years. So, well, that, but I mean, I, you can play it seven times
0: Yeah, and gets harder and harder. And with the, how many games that there are available to play in right now, like how many, how many, how everyone's backlog is just so full. Like replaying games is like, you got to have a real good reason. Like, you know, like I think triangle strategy, there was a different story, like yeah. you can take. So to me, that that's like, real replayability because you gotta do something that, you can't just like do it all in one one run you know
1: the game is lengthy if a game is less than 10 hours long and you're playing you're playing it for for whatever reason that's fine but the replay of the fucking game I spent 100 hours on again just to experience a different build uh, yeah it's not <laughs> I mean, I've already fought the bosses I already kind of know them I, I've already made that accomplishment so yep yeah all right uh, anything else you want to add? Uh, no, I'm
0: good. All right. Uh, so that brings us to our last music break. Uh, I think this is your pick, Travis.
1: Um, Yeah, I was listening through all of them. None of them really stood out to me too much other than uh, Melania's uh, theme, which is just, as far as I can see on YouTube, is was just Melania blade of, what, McQuella? McQuella, um, yeah, something like that. I mean, I think she's a pretty awesome boss design, and, uh, you know, she looks fucking cool, and her music's pretty awesome, so I don't really remember the theme when I was fighting her, but listening to it afterwards, uh, I think it's probably the best boss theme in the game. So, it's what I pick.
3: Yeah,
0: I was mad when you picked it, because uh, I was like, damn, I was going to pick that one, so, I mean, I've spent a yeah, lot of Yeah, her, her theme's fucking cool. Yeah, that whole, that whole bo- battle was fun, was fun, or it was cool, but it was fr- super frustrating at the same time, because I died so many times, I heard.
1: Yeah, she's the one, she is the one boss that I wish, like, because in Dark Souls 2, you can kind of just, like, put this, burn these things at, uh, at the bonfires and then, like, enemies will come. Because in that game, if you kill an enemy, like, so many times, uh, th- th- in that area, they're dead. They stay dead forever. So if you kill them, like, 15 times, they're done. They don't come back. Oh, that'd be nice. Um, and then you can, I think you can burn it to, like, redo the boss, too. So uh, that's one thing I wish I could fight her again. Oh, yeah. I, that's... I'm kind of mad that I used not. Enough... I mean, whatever. I mean, so people are still fucking having trouble with her one way or the other. But if that's one fight I wish I would have fought her more the way I wanted to play the game To where I just kind of gave up and went cheap ass because I was too lazy to grind out. Yeah, if anything, uh, if they do
0: any DLC, it's got to be like that, just where you can just redo boss battles. Yeah i guess the other thing you do is just like uh go into the game and like help other players out you know put your like your your shit down so they, they
1: summon you yeah i was thinking about doing that with her just help somebody out with her but then i was like i don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really play like anymore so <laughs> no, i'm good i'm out
0: <laughs> yeah all right well here is melania blade Miquela. the show um a little bit less uh shorter because you know uh, uh nick had to uh leave because he was been up since probably like what eight, eight o'clock yesterday so yeah uh, most people like to go to sleep unlike me <laughs> yeah um so the next game we're doing uh, as we said is going to be triangle strategy um i already started that are you going to play that
1: yeah uh, I'm undecided whether or not I want to try to finish the second gen of Fire Emblem or just start it now. I'm almost done with the first gen, so I might just take a break in between the two gens and just start drawing strategy.
0: Yeah, at least you can play it at work since it's on the Switch. Yeah. Um, so far, uh, pl- just uh, the first couple battles, I've been like messing around with like you know the optional like. You can do, like, little side battles in your tent or whatever. Uh, You can just redo them over and over again. I just did a couple of those last night to kind of get the feel for the game back again, you know? Because I played it, like, right before Elden Ring came out. I played the demo. Because I had, like, a... There's a demo out there where you can do, like, the first three chapters. So, if you want to just do that, uh, Travis, and see if you even like it. Yeah, I might do that.
1: I mean, it carries over, right? Like, Octopaths?
0: Yeah, the uh, if you get the new the latest
1: demo, yeah, the safe. Yeah, I'll probably do that. I mean, I don't see me disliking the game. I think I've heard it plays similar to tactics over games, which I'm pretty a big fan of. So,
0: yeah, it plays just like yeah, any kind of tactics game I can think of where uh, you got back attack. There's no permadeath, which is kind of a, a good thing, I think. I'm
1: yeah, I'm only dive and fire on but fire, this not i Fire Emblem hatch where you can save every turn. But it's an older one, and it would pretty much be impossible without it, the way shit plays out. So, yeah. I mean, I like... I could have said in the chat, I like SRPGs, I just don't like them as much as I used to. Or the fact, I don't want to play them all the time anymore, because they're just... I don't
0: know. Yeah, I haven't really played that many of them, so I'm not, like, that uh, adverse to them, because I just... I I haven't really played that many, uh, maybe one a year I play... Uh, when a, like a good one comes out, or uh, we've
1: do- yeah, one or two years the most I can do. Where a long time ago, like I would have played them just as much as like a regular turn-based RPG, but that's not really the case anymore. Yeah. So like
0: I already played Sequel in Tactics this year, and then this, then I'll be playing this one. Uh, so after that, I'm probably be done for the year. I don't want to do anymore.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Um. All right. Well, uh, we have Discord, so come to the Discord. Uh. If you guys want to talk, anybody that's listening wants to talk to any of us, uh, I know... Yeah, we got,
1: we got a good little uh, group going in there now. Yeah, we have a good, like, probably
0: 10 people. I mean, me, you, and uh, Nick all post in there all the time. We have a bunch of separate little chat rooms, so it's not like... We have, like, a general chat uh, going on now, and then there's, like, you know... eight for...
1: chat that everybody loves talking.
0: Yeah, which eventually we'll play that game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> show.
0: Just because we have to, because everyone wants to talk about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's, like, every time we're, there's a new game we're going to start playing, we're going to have a, its own separate chat. So my plan is, if it's, like, a PS5 or PS4 game, um, I'm going to post, because I can just capture, like, my gameplay from the PS5. I've been posting some of that shit on there, like how I did with uh, uh, Pierce O'Lare, so people can kind of see what we're talking about uh, when we do the reviews. <clears throat> uh even on this for elder ring i did it so if you if any of you guys listening want to go back to see some how i beat some of the boss battles of my build um all that's in the uh uh elder ring uh ch- chat uh the channel uh there so um uh, you can also, uh, email us at rp, podcast at gmail.com. If you have any, uh, if you want to do it the old school way, uh, we've only had really one person do that. Um, we have an Amazon affiliate link. So if you guys are buying on Amazon, you, you click on that link, uh, it gives us some, uh, a little bit of money for, for the show, uh, it helps keep the website going, uh, uh, other than that, you can listen to our friends Blaine and James on the Is It Worth It podcast. Uh, and then me and Blaine do video games and movie about once a month. Um, we're about, probably going to be doing one of those. I'm probably going to try to do it next week. Uh, I don't remember what the movie Blaine picked was, but uh, that should be coming out soon. Um, Sonic 2. Huh? Do you want to do Sonic 2? Yeah, we'll do Sonic 2. It just came out in theaters. So I'll probably wait to, to come. Yeah, uh, I was gonna
1: take my son to see it, but I haven't yet.
0: Uh, if you played, uh, if you seen Sonic One,
1: mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad for for a video game movie. It's it's definitely a kids movie, you know. Yeah, but it's 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 good. It's high quality, you know. It's, they put a lot of like effort into it. Oh, well, yeah. uh, in Sonic
0: Two, Eldris Elba, Eldris Elba is Knuckles. Uh, <laughs> really. So that's kind of interesting. He probably could play a pretty good badass. So, so yeah, uh, that's pro- we'll probably do that eventually. Um, anything else you want to throw in there? Anything else you want to bring up?
1: Uh, no, I think good. I mean, you've been Discord, which, I mean, if anybody there that wants to chat, I mean, don't don't be overwhelmed that there's a bunch of talking when you go in there. Uh, I mean, everybody in there is pretty cool. Sometimes there's a lot of talking going on, and sometimes there isn't. So,
0: yeah there's quite a few lurkers in there,
1: so, I mean, yeah, feel free to come in and talk. Welcome. If
0: you just want to come in there and lurk, go go ahead, yeah. and eventually you'll probably get built the, the uh, strength to say something. Yeah, even Doug has said something in there, so there we go. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, well, uh, until next time, thanks for listening, and until next time, bye, everyone. Bye.